0: Hey guys, I got a special deal for you our listeners from our new sponsor, audible.com. That's right, if you go to audibletrialcom update, you can get set up with a free 30-day trial of their service that'll give you a free audiobook. The best part of that, you can cancel at any time, including during that trial period and keep that free book that you got. Doing so not only gets you a free audiobook, but it helps the show out tremendously. You can select any audiobook you want including Ready Player 1 a futuristic story on the possible future of VR or Extra Lives a piece on why video games are art and important to our daily lives. So go do it audibletrialcom update. Once again the book is yours to keep or stay with Audible and keep getting books every single month. Once again that's audibletrialcom update. So go get your free book. And welcome to another edition of the Firmware Update, episode 195. I'm one of your hosts, Malcolm Spinetti, and joining me as always, Joe Garcia.
1: The one and only. Um, man, my timing is terrible. How so? Well, uh, you know, I <laughs> I, I've i been waiting for for American pre-orders of the Super Nintendo Classic to, to open up... Uh, and one retailer finally opened up their their their, their pre orders stupid thing. Uh and of course I happened to come in, in the one time out of like the month where I fucking knock out on the couch for four hours. <laughs> uh when Walmart decided to fucking open the pre orders for like forty minutes uh late last night. So that was that was great. That was great to wake up to. With like drool on my fucking sofa cushion. That was a pre-
0: Yeah, you'll be able to get it, let's see the NES classic now goes for a steal at $247.99 <laughs> on Amazon prime. So fantastic. Did you wait, did you lose your, uh, Amazon UK uh, pre-order? No, but I, I want the other one too. <laughs> uh, I, I, I wouldn't hold your breath on that one, but, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but man, yeah. Um, yeah, so far that's the only retail that's actually offering any kind of pre-order, uh, in the U S at least. Um, Hopefully, Amazon opens theirs at some point. Cause...
0: No. <laughs> they, they're, <laughs> they're never going to. They, it's like them opening it is like Bigfoot. People say it happened, but I don't believe it. I
2: mean,
0: <laughs> Oh, and just to catch up, we're going to also start off with a hearty F you to Joe. Mm. Who, for those of you who don't know, we have a Patreon. It, it, Patreon.com slash the firm up. Every little bit helps. It makes the show much, much better. For it, And on top of that, we've got really primo re- awards, Or, excuse me, rewards. That include, for the $10 tier, you get to hear commentary tracks that me and Joe do over such things as extended game trailers. And the Evo uh, Championships, which we did for Street Fighter Five. Uh-huh. And at the start, now, I didn't really notice it because, uh, spoiler, well, at least I was drinking. I don't know if Joe got the full chance to partake in any alcohol during the recording.
1: Hey, I drank two pints in the 20 minutes we recorded. I think that's pretty good.
0: Right. Okay, it wasn't two minutes. It was 30 minutes, number one. Number two, you, and I didn't realize this at the time, but you doubted my Injustice 2 review. Yeah? You insulted it. With, <laughs> I uh, did it. With like... Oh, the best fighting game you ever played. Okay. All right. Number one, tell me how you're going to dispute that. Uh, I think I think not... you should
1: play. I think you should play more fighting games. Uh, that it's not.
0: Hey, Joe. It's not <laughs> Nether fault that you were probably pretty bad at it. All right.
1: Uh, it... I was able. I was able to beat the camp. The, the story in like three and a
0: half hours. But all right. Uh, three and a... that that long. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, motherfucker. All uh, right. Number two, it is an amazing fighting game. N- and, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little offended that you, like, of all the things you could dispute from what I said and during the review, which is, by the way, up on the live stream, so if you want to download that and listen to it, even though Chuckles over here disagrees with it, apparently.
1: And, I hadn't played it yet. I, I was just going by what you, would, I, was, I was purely based on your experience with the game. I like, played it the following weekend. I was like, all right,
0: that's fine. And, like, going, of all the things you could dispute, me saying the one part that was 100% opinion that it's the best fighting game I've ever played. You're, you're going to dispute that. Like, no, no, I'm sure you've played better. Like, no, <laughs> you, you can have off on that. <laughs> I, it is an amazing, amazing fighting game. It's everything up and running. And unless yeah, you missed it, it, it there is going to be a bit of it in the news, too. Well, actually, two bits of it in the news. But I I, I still stand by that. It's the best fighting game I've played. Uh, I enjoy every character. I love the strategy involved with each one, which, granted, not saying that that isn't a thing in other fighting games, too, but I like how they pull it off in this game, especially.
1: For the record, Malcolm has played five fighting games ever uh, Mortal Kombat 9, X, Injustice 1, Injustice 2, and uh, Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition on the Sega Genesis. Those are the five games he's played in the genre.
0: Right. First of all, I'm a little nervous that you knew I had <laughs> Championship Edition of Street Fighter. Second, <laughs> I have played. Mo- I've literally played, like, every single fighting game there is, from Battle Arena to Shinden to Soul Edge. That's right, Soul Edge, when it was first called that, then into Soul Calibur, then every single Tekken.
1: Have you played Guilty Gear Exerd?
0: Of course. I, fuck you. I had Guilty Gear 1 and 2, and we would play it religiously with my family over in Maine. So, yes, I played you, that, and that's an also, also a very fun fighting game, have you, too. Have you played King of Fighters? King of, yeah fuck King of Fighters. <laughs> I, I played that once, and it was ready. one of those where, you know, I played, number one, I played against someone with a ton of experience, which didn't help, and all they did was just kept stepping behind me and hitting me and jumping over me, behind me, and hitting me. It's like, Yeah, it wasn't good. I didn't like
2: it. <laughs> Don't and- do me wrong.
0: I'm not saying it's a terrible game. I'm just saying I, Malcolm Spinetti, didn't like it. If anyone out there likes it, go for it. It's awesome. It's it, <laughs> apparently it's a quite a thing as uh, watching the Evo tournament.
1: Yeah, the King of Fighters part of of Evo was pretty 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 spectacular.
0: That was a nail biter. That I like that was an amazing amazing comeback by what's his name, Daddy or was that the fighter. Well,
1: <laughs> no, the character's name was not Daddy, but I, but the commentary was was pretty good on that part. He's like, "Oh, don't wake Daddy." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which is also a fun board game back in the day. <laughs> That's why it was such a good call. <laughs> I was like, man, amazing call.
1: Um, yeah, King of Fighters, like, I'm terrible at King of Fighters, but, like, it's always, it's usually really good at, at EVO. Uh, this year was never, there was not, no exception to that.
0: Also spectacular in the crushingness of it was uh, the Guilty Gear, I think it was, finale, where the, the guy just, I don't know if you saw it, but the guy just, at the two finalists, one guy just freaking destroyed the other guy with two perfects in a row or several perfects in a row to seal the deal. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Universally, it's uh, from what I can tell from like YouTubers I follow the number one best thing to happen at Evo was that Street Fighter final that we called. So
1: It was pretty good.
0: And where they say that uh, Taki Takida? Takido? Kokida. <laughs> You almost oh, said Tostino there. <laughs> I do not say Tostino. Uh, or, like, the common uh, phrase that everyone's saying is he became Akuma for that tournament. Which <laughs>
1: Yeah, he basically uh, embodied the character he was playing as.
0: Which, hey, all the power to him. That was a spectacular finale. Heartbreaker, though, I was happy to see. Uh, uh, I don't know if you uh, keep up with Twitter at all, Joe. But uh, PG Punk, uh-huh. which, which I believe is his handle as well. Oh, on uh, Twitter. funk no, uh, the god. Yeah, like uh, apparently he was getting a lot of praise for his performance, as he should. And uh, he said he will definitely try again next year and come back stronger, which is really cool because yeah, I was a little nervous that this might have been too soul crushing for him. But it looks it like it was he's pretty
1: crushing. There. It was a pretty crushing defeat. Um, and he was pretty dismayed at, at first. Like, the first thing he tweeted, like, right after the tournament was like, well, I'm sorry to let everybody down. That, that, oh. really, that really was hard. <laughs> and then, like, every, and then there was an outpouring of support. Everyone's was like, no, man, you did great. Like, we're all so proud of you.
0: Well, that That is great. That is, like, that's heartwarming to hear because, you know, the internet can be a really cold place sometimes. So,
1: <laughs> Like, he- um, I don't know if you're familiar with these two personalities, Malcolm, but uh, Kenny Omega and CM Punk. Uh, Kenny Omega had CM Punk record a a video of of uh, encouragement for the uh for the uh, younger PG punk uh, oh, saying hey man. keep your head up <laughs> you'll be all right <laughs> so i think that kid's gonna be okay
0: yeah, it was like at least you went longer than 2 minutes man don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse <laughs> oh man Well, that's sweet that's you know that's too sweet but uh, that that's a very awesome i'm very happy that you know Number one, I, did, I keep forgetting that Punk keeps up a little bit with the video gaming scene. As apparently him and uh, back in the day when he was in WWE and, you know, Punk was rich enough that he had a freaking coach bus to take him from place to place. He would travel with Kofi and they would just play Street Fighter Five on the bus all day. <laughs> and I, I believe there's one extra in the CM Punk documentary where he act, where CM Punk on a dare plays Zongief and actually destroys Kofi with his best character, <laughs> and Kofi, is just in such disbelief and so pissed off that he lost his Zongief <laughs> and considers it a tremendous insult. <laughs> okay. um, but I was happy that he's going to try again. I think with, keep in mind that and it's something a lot of people forget is that that was his. Fr- that was literally his first Evo, and he made it to the goddamn finals. So
1: yeah, kid is eighteen years old. So
0: yeah, with a little tempering and some, a lot of practice, because you know, oh, uh, Tokida was just fucking amazing there. I, I was in shock; he was in the losers bracket going into it. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just he just
1: had one bad set that knocked him from the winners to losers. But but I was pretty on chair for that guy because <laughs> he ran roughshod through everybody else
0: damn but it, it was an impressive sight and he actually seemed to it was like f- sort of like f- fighting ultron where he just adapted to uh <laughs> pg punk's entire style to a point where like he even did it perfect and he even like and lucky agrees and uh he even <gasps> did uh the, what was it called the shadow uh, kill or whatever yeah the,
1: the the die 1000 deaths thing where yeah it's pretty nuts
0: which you know that must have been hard. that must have been pretty much the end. I would think for it right there was like oh my god he got that fucking super off on.
1: Him. <laughs> yeah, that was probably like the 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 bane breaking Batman's back part of the the whole thing.
0: Oh god, but yeah, it was an amazing final. Even though we're making it sound like he destroyed him, it was actually I think he did as well as someone in his position could have done in that situation.
1: <laughs> yeah, but man,
0: man, good stuff. Uh, Guilty Gear, by the way, is uh, also. Not to take away from it, I still stand by what I said, but just in Guilty Gear, I had so much fun with my family back in the day. We would, it, the, I was one of those games where we each had our own character, and we would just, like, and we would just uh, play, play that. I, I was uh, good with uh, Soul Bad Guy, which was uh, my favorite guy. You know, he was in black and red, so that usually gets my interest oh up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I, I enjoy that That's a very, very good game. Yeah, I was impressed you brought that up. Good. Good on you. And okay. Plus, they keep doing updates for. Or am I thinking of uh, Calamity Blue? Is that the latest one they're doing now? I have no idea. <laughs> and those are also the guys that are doing uh, the fighting game. I'm actually most excited for if it does come out this year. If not, then most excited for for next year, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Is that them? Yeah, uh, Arc System. Ah,
2: okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you, so you know it's going to be good now. <laughs> And apparently that was getting pretty rave reviews uh, from people who got a chance to play it over at Evo as well, So, which makes me very happy to hear. Yeah.
1: Uh, God, that game looks so good. I can't believe I'm excited for a Dragon Ball game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I <laughs> no, know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, out of curiosity, Joe, have you had a chance to try out the beta, which is currently open for everybody?
1: Yeah, I uh, played the story mission, the opening story mission. It kind of just throws you into that uh, when you start it. I played that. Um, last night, uh, after I woke up from my, <laughs> from my fucking, uh, inex- <laughs> inexplicable coma, uh, that cost me a Super Nintendo mini. <laughs> um, I was like, well, fuck. I just set the, the beta download anyway. So I was like, all right, might as well do this then. <laughs> and, uh, did the story mission and it's like, oh yeah, I forgot. There's that story huh? or <laughs> <laughs> and all that. Hey, that they put a story in this one. Uh, and two that, oh yeah, playing this game is actually, uh, actually feels really good. Uh, I played as uh, what the fuck? Which which guardian did I use? The the guy with the bow staff. What what class was that? Oh, hunter.
0: That's what I Uh, did too, actually. Yeah, I was like, yeah, give me that fucking staff, and it was pretty good. (laughs) Oh, and Uh, even Unleashed, you just do the kata. Like I did it at that one part where you're just getting swarmed by enemies, and I was just like beating like uh, I vaporizing (laughs) guy after guy after guy. I was like, fuck yeah, (laughs) yeah,
1: that was pretty good. Um, Yeah, so I'm. I have to. I guess I have to check out that strike mission. Uh, well, I can, because uh, there's not much else besides that. It's a strike mission and like multiplayer, which I didn't care for anyway. And the last Destiny game, something. Like,
0: eh. Yeah, multiplayer, I haven't touched. I did play that uh, first mission, which I really enjoyed a lot because you know, just see, fe- just feeling that injection of story and actually having a central pre- antagonist to deal with, mm-hmm. which I think they really introduce in a really nice way. Hey, what you know. Like, if I was, like, as heavy into Destiny as, say, Arcade was, like, I, I often talk about how Assassin's Creed uh, Brotherhood, how that started off with the villa that I built in the first game getting destroyed by this <laughs> guy, and I just needed to destroy, and I just wanted to destroy this asshole for the rest of the game. <laughs> I mean, like, I can imagine so many player, so many really heavy Destiny players re- being into it. It from that because you know the tower had quite a few interesting things like uh there there are a few easter eggs if you keep your eyes open in that first mission like uh do you remember the any stories about a purple ball that players would use to play these dumb soccer games with each other or something
1: no i think you're overestimating how much i played after (laughs) the same 10 hours uh, that i played during the beta uh
0: well okay well that was a big thing thing where you know I would often see it actually in traveling, like by the crypt arc, there was a purple ball where if you like jumped on his table and like pushed it, it would pop out and it had like, you know, bouncy ball fit, not like bouncy ball, but like a, a soft balloon, like balloon physics. And people would like jump into it to headbutt it. And they would they would People would play games with it. And, uh, you know, it was actually like a really big thing for a little while. And, uh, if you get in, when you get to the square where the Cryptarch and all the guys were, you can see it popped and deflated on the steps. Which, uh, you know, it's one—it's a nice little Easter egg for people who notice it and were into the game. Also, do you remember the song that frickin' Sir Paul McCartney wrote for the game? <laughs> um,
1: I remember that he did that. I don't think I actually listened to the song.
0: Unless,
1: <laughs> unless it was like the theme song or something. Was it Was it the main No, theme? he's
0: actually singing. Oh, God. <laughs> And uh, in the first game, if you never got a chance to listen to it, well, never fear. You can just go up to the speaker's place, and I think there's somewhere where you can actually watch the music video. Oh, good. Which all the music, (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of the room of music videos, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Because all it is, is like Paul McCartney as a hologram singing the song, and then, like, various uh, characters from the game sitting around the hologram to listen to it in different locations in the game. (laughs) But... Uh, during that same firefight, the pathway to the speaker is blocked off by something. But if you go up really close next to it, you can hear, like, uh, parts of the song that are blurred up, because I guess they're trying to say that the the part after the blockade is, like, destroyed, so the song is kind of messed up. But you can still hear it playing, which is, I, one of the, once again, a nice little touch there. But... Anyway, just, uh, like, the story mission I thought was really, really good. Uh, the main villain that they introduced was awesome. And I thought some of the set pieces is were really cool, like, seeing the three big leaders, like, take out swarms or castles here and there. Seeing bits and things blow up I thought was really, really good, too. And uh, I did play the strike, and uh, the strike was pretty good, I thought. i um, I played with two other players that were nice enough to help me through it and uh it was a it was a good time. So mm-hmm. I think overall I'm I'm a bit more hopeful for this game cuz once again it was first of all it was a good beta once again which you know it doesn't get said enough with a good betas. <laughs> <Like, laughs> and again I'm weary about a destiny beta
1: <laughs> you know cuz man That first one was pretty good,
0: right? Remember that? Oh, it was excellent. So
1: much—it was a really good
0: beta. Um, The one thing I am nervous about is uh, because in that first beta, you could do actually a ton more. Like you could go do a patrol. You could do like a certain section, several sections of Earth, which was great up until the point you found out that that was—you just played Earth.
1: (laughs) That was (laughs) yeah. You played Earth, and then. When you go to other planets, the missions weren't much
0: different anyway. No, they were pretty so, much the same thing. <laughs>
1: it's like, well, fuck, why do I want... Like, I don't want to keep playing
0: this. <laughs> so, when they didn't show anything, it has me... Now I'm worried that, okay, we're going to probably get the same amount of levels. And to solve the whole issue like, hey, I just played one-fourth of the game. They're just not going to show anything. <laughs> but... I would say I'm pretty impressed. I, I don't know. I still have my pre-order on Amazon, but I'm not guaranteeing it right now. That's how I got to play the beta is I pre-ordered on Amazon and I got the code and there you go, which <laughs> which we did discuss on the show, folks. So if you didn't take advantage of that, that's on you.
1: Yeah. If, I mean, if you listen to this episode right this second, uh, <laughs> um, you still have half one and a half days to check it out.
0: Mm-hmm. And so – as far as beta goes, it was really good, and it did install some hope that maybe, just maybe, this might be that awesome, might be that experience that I was thinking the first time. So I, I'm I'm at a point where I'll I'll pay attention to reviews, and if I'm hearing some good things, then yeah. Uh, also, going back to something Joe said once again, the, the game is a nice feeling shooter. It's one of the best feeling shooters I've felt in a long time. So that that it was definitely fun to get into that again using the machine gun, the revolver. Uh interesting changes like uh the sniper rifle is considered a heavy weapon now, much like yeah. an RPG or a grenade launcher now, which is interesting. But aside from that, um yeah, I I I guess I have some hope for it. Hmm. What about you? Are you're you're keeping awfully silent.
1: Well, that's cuz I'm eating something. <laughs> okay. it's, but also because mm. uh, <laughs> yeah part of part of it, part of that mm is me agreeing, but part of it is is this 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 uh savory sausage and egg uh hitting my taste buds um, <laughs> but uh no yeah it's it's it is encouraging uh, i I'm cautiously optimistic, oh yeah uh, because i mean if if the original destiny had at least a story to kind of prop it up a little bit, I would have been much less critical of it because. Yeah, like, I could I could see, like, the shell of a story in that game, but to have to be fucking kicked off to your web browser to fucking read any of it on cards was, like, insane to me. Like, I can't believe somebody came up with that idea, and then more people agreed to go with it. It's like, okay. Yeah.
0: I, I do hear, like, some people are complaining about balancing so far, which uh, what Bungie tries to do, they try to keep uh, the weapon's effectiveness in a P versus E environment. And a P versus P environment uh, on the same. So everything works the same in either one. So there's no real advantage either or, which was a, which is a complaint that the people were talking about in the first game. Because, you know, the shotgun was absolutely worth, I'm sorry, it was worthless in the, in the <laughs> environment games, but in P versus P, you know, it was like the best weapon to have is a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. And so they're trying to make everything unified. The problem with that is it's nerfing apparently some weapons in the P versus E game where a lot of the enemies feel like gigantic sponges for what should be these. Because you're you're equipped with nothing but purple items to begin with and you're given one random exotic. Yeah. Like like for me, it was like this sunburst revolver.
1: Yeah, same for me.
0: Okay, so that must be like it must be based on class then because we played the same class together. But but I have seen like different exotics. But anyway. anyway, so but once again, you know the game's still far off, and they could always fix it later. So right. Let's see, aside from that, I've been playing a lot of near. Thank God. Which uh, Joe, thanks to Joe's uh, glowing review, I was able to play. Uh, I will s- give one hint. And I don't feel like this is spoiling it, but if you're looking to do all the side quests, um, make sure you do them all before doing the flooded city. That's all I'll say there, because uh, the game was over before I before I realized it. And,
1: yeah, yeah. The first playthrough, I was like, oh, I guess that's
2: it. <laughs> it's
0: like, like you do that part, and like all all the red dots disappear. Like, hey, where did everybody go? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then. Then everything just i don't when I say fall of shit, I'm not saying the game gets bad it game gets really really good, and it has some very interesting uh social commentaries hidden in there if you look hard enough to, but before you know it, uh, like the world just uh goes goes very bleak it gets mm-hmm. really, really dark here and there gets uh,
1: real fucking existential for oh, a second there
0: I was like, oh geez. Oh, it's like, oh, these cute little robots are doing this now. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and like, for- like, I got finished with me,
1: and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die someday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then uh, uh, one of the main bosses, which is uh, voiced by Prince Noctis from Final Fantasy XV, by the way. <laughs> and it's hard not to hear that voice once you realize who it is.
1: Wait, which one is he?
0: Uh, he's Adam. Oh, okay. And, you know, then the game is beaten, and uh, it's a really good boss fight in all, I thought. And uh, then it, then you have the ending, and uh, then Joe says you need to play the second game because it's different, and sure as, sure as all get out, this is a minor spoiler, now I'm the partner, and it's a completely different game because he has these <laughs> different abilities that are actually... It's like, w- once you realize uh his hacking ability. You wonder why they even bother making something like 2B. <laughs> hey man, come on. I was like like he only needs to do this and the thing explodes. I mean like that's much better than charging <laughs> in with a sword. I
1: don't know about that. I enjoyed.
0: Oh, I'm not I enjoyed saying 2B. I didn't enjoy 2B at all, you know, like she was great. It was like fun platinum battle that wasn't too too crazy. But I enjoyed it quite a bit. But at the same time, it's like you have this thing that all he needs to do is, like, send this invisible beam in your head, do something, and it explodes. It's like, okay, that seems like a much better power. <laughs> Just make more of 2B. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to – I'm playing through with him. Annoyed that I missed the weapon as uh, 2B, but uh, very curious to see where the story goes from here, and especially because there are other endings. From uh, what I understand there's only, what, four or five real endings?
1: Yeah, there are five like actual endings that are actually significant. The other cuz there's one ending for every letter of the alphabet. There are 26 potential endings, but like 21 Most of them those are terrible. <laughs> yeah, like those are all just like jokey, ah, you fucked up" type endings. Uh like one of them is like <laughs> like I thought the funniest one that I got was uh like at the beginning of the second playthrough. Yes, like, I got this asked, one too. <laughs> <laughs> or I was like or I I saw because like immediately it's like oh go find two B but like there's a console like right to your like right next to you as you start like oh what's this you open it and you just kind of walk down and then it's like game over 9S was curious about the machines and it got the better of him
0: and he was never seen again it's like what it's like come <laughs> on man at <laughs> <laughs> uh, least just give me a warning so I can get back on the right track jeez yes yeah, so there's about twenty of those types
1: of endings uh, throughout I- the game where you can kind of just do something terrible uh, on purpose, and it's like, well, dude, dude, here's your reward.
0: And, and then you have to do that whole thing with the robot all over again. It's like, oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Which was pretty, man, that was kind
1: of rough. I was like, oh, man.
0: <laughs> you think that would be like a red flag to like 9S right there? Like, hey, there's ro- robots with no emotion shouldn't care like that. But now 9S <laughs> is a dumbass for the first part of the game. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oh. What's that? Yeah, keep playing.
0: I, I will, I will, trust me, I will. Uh I've also uh you got a chance
1: a and you're be like, Oh shit, I gotta start this thing like right over. <laughs> that's that's how it was for me i was like oh fuck
0: this game isn't
1: ex- this game isn't anything what i thought it was gonna be
0: <laughs> and they I, i'm already noticing that they're giving you little chestnuts here and there that there's a bigger thing going on than you realize that even even in the first playthrough so i'm very curious to see especially with the third playthrough which i won't spoil mainly because i haven't gotten to it joe has but really <laughs> outrageous indeed outrageous. so it's turning into a real contender now for a game of the year which I'm very curious to see who it matches up against. It's kind man, of like,
1: right, you... right now. I'm and I'm about 20 hours into right now. Zero Dawn I've been playing that a lot too. Oh um, boy,
0: I'm, I'm really but, nervous to hear what you're going to say now.
1: Well, right now it's like my one and two are in some order.
0: Persona and
1: Near, like man, those games are spectacular.
0: Hmm, one and two are near, or one? Excuse me, one and two are Persona five and Nier, Nier is both one and two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's a very impressive game uh, game of the year is turning to be out to be more and more interesting and, and as we go on because like not, not all the games are out yet I mean we still got Uncharted Lost Legacy which I feel is going to be a big shock to people because I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on it and it's going to come out and it's going to be like oh wait this is actually a full on game and mm. it might I think it might surprise a lot of people and might even sneak into our tournament uh, of course you've got uh another game that could end up stealing the show is Wolfenstein, the sequel, which as I, I uh, which I was really, really surprised how much I liked that trailer at E three. So that's another game and of course and you wouldn't
1: you wouldn't be so surprised if you played that first one.
0: Man. And of course we have like the real Number one seed in our tournament that's coming in September as well, and that of course is Nac2. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and a Mario game of some kind is coming. God out too. damn it!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Nac2 is going to outsell it again. It's going to be great.
1: I'd like to see that fucking happen again, Malcolm.
0: Oh, I I, I think there's a pretty good chance it could happen again. <laughs>
1: so, oh, you think so?
0: I think so. Unless uh, n- unless uh, the switch some sold fifty five million copies of itself last night, I I'd, I'd be pretty confident.
1: Yes, everyone to the PS4 is going to be clamoring for an X Two when a comes oh. out.
0: <laughs> Everyone's getting a copy. Oh, he- I think you. I think you'd be surprised. I think you'll be surprised. I think you'll be surprised, <laughs> buddy. I- it was not hated as much as Joe and a uh, friend of the show Travis Foster would like to paint the picture for you. Not everyone and is like them that game fucking sucks that game was (laughs) that game was great and uh it looks like they're doing a lot of good a lot of cool new stuff with NAC too so i'm very i'm excited for it uh another game that i feel people are sleeping on uh are you keeping up with hell hellblade
1: with what oh hellblade yes Uh, um, i mean just the Couple of trailers
0: that they released. Uh, I've been doing some research on it, and it could potentially be on par to what you know. How Journey wasn't? It was about the experience of playing the game rather than the gameplay, which was still fun. But you know what I mean.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, this feels like it could be something on par with that, just on a grander scale. Because it, if you look at the trailer, it kind of looks like it's just going to be a hack and slash uh, type of deal. But the interesting part of it is the story. As you play essentially a Viking child that's doing like this sort of rite of passage. However, the thing about her is she's actually got some form of mental issue, which I don't know if she's full on crazy, but it's like she's aware of the player's existence. Oh, weird. Yeah, like if they show this one scene where they're panning the camera around. And when it gets to be, like, the camera's looking at her face, she looks back at you, and she gets, like, this look of anger at you. It's like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole time, like, uh, and there's actually puzzles that you have to interact with and figure out as well. And uh, you're, like, you're seeing her, like, she's seeing visions, which is just her being nuts. But you have to figure out what they mean and interpret them so she can complete this rite of passage. I think this could be something much like, journey or inside where the experience is just amazing so uh that's that's another one i don't think people should sleep on as well
1: yeah i mean i've got all the confidence in the world in uh, ninja theory uh <clears throat> they made some pretty spectacular games last year you know they had uh they started with heavenly sword
0: that, that uh, should have got a sequel by
1: <laughs> <all>. <laughs> it got a terrible anime
0: oh <laughs> um, it did oh. <laughs> um <laughs> they it's you They didn't
1: that the West, which is excellent.
0: That was great. I wish I got those are two games I wish got sequels.
1: Um you know, obviously DMC, Devil May Cry. Um people got a lot of fucking, <laughs> <laughs> people filled their diapers over Dante's design in that game, but kind of ignoring the fact that the game itself is fucking excellent. It's a great game, uh, yeah. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's a fucking great game. Uh, you know, a lot of great story bits in that game too. So it's like, yeah, whatever they want to do, it's like it's I'm 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 all in on it. Um I just kinda wonder what the scale of that game is gonna be. Uh since they are pricing it at what, forty dollars or Oh no, it's twenty nine ninety nine. $30. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be, you know, like, I'm sure it's going to look great and it's going to play great. Um,
0: I just kind of wonder how much game there's going to be. Well, mm. uh, then again, keep in mind, you know, length isn't everything. Like, once again, Journey wasn't that – I think it'll be longer than Journey, but Journey and games like Inside and uh, Limbo weren't terribly long games, but the experience was is something that you remembered for a while. So, I feel oh, like
1: – Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, it's not – yeah, I'm 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 right there with you. Like it's not game length is what matters. I'm just saying I'm I'm curious what it's gonna be be. Because, like the way it's being developed is like it's for all intents and purposes, it is a triple A game with like a with a like cutting edge, you know you know, engine and all that stuff. So it's like I wonder how much game they're actually gonna be able to fit for thirty dollars. Uh you know, like I like that was a game that was announced, and I was prepared to pay for like six, you know, sixty bucks for it because I looked at it and I was like, "Wow, that game looks amazing." It does, yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, like that was the first takeaway. It's like I would say Horizon or Uncharted levels of detail with the graphics, and then you hear, "Oh, and it's going to be twenty nine ninety nine You like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've already let's see other. So hopefully, games, it's not just, so Hopefully, it's not just a half hour. Yeah. Uh, other games I'm looking forward to. Uh, Sundered I have already pre-ordered Which I think will, will it, I think it has the potential to be on our tournament But I wouldn't be surprised if it Made it into the Cinderella Which I mean in like a very positive light Because we have played games this year That aren't going to make either <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see on top of that uh, Thanks to a $15 coupon I got for going to the theater To see uh, E3 I was able <laughs> to get Absolver. And it's on sale right now for 3 bucks off, so I got it for $12, which I'm very happy about. <laughs> but I feel like that could surprise a lot of people, too. But mm. we'll, we'll see. Like, I'm I'm not as certain as I am with, say, like Knack 2, for instance, but we'll see. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, that's going to steal the show, buddy. Just you wait. <laughs> You're not going to bother playing it, but just still crap on it. But yeah, that's going to surprise a lot of people. Fr-
1: <laughs> Why would I play it when the first one is so bad?
0: Because it's not the first one, Joe. God damn it. <laughs> Let's start there and work our way back. All right. All right, Joe. You ready? I'll let... It's not going to be fucking Zelda 2 where they
1: decided to make a completely different game for no reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Imagine if you popped it in and it is Zelda 2. Like, what
1: the fuck is it? <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be the game
0: of the year right there. Be, yeah, yeah,
1: like, sure. oh, shit. <laughs> oh, the
0: like, one you know... Zelda that everyone craps <laughs>
1: These guys are on some next level fucking shit.
0: And shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, surprise, bitch! It's not the game you thought at all.
0: Are there are there other games that you that you're waiting for with with uh, bated breath like I am, Joe?
1: Um, I mean, basically Wolfenstein and and Mario are, are my two biggest ones right now.
0: Not everybody's uh, golf, really. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, especially since I got that for a pretty nice price on Amazon Prime Day. You should uh, have with, at
0: least texted me. Goddamn. I did. I texted. You <laughs> texted I me like, hey, it's not there anymore, but it was on sale. That doesn't No, I, no I texted you. I
1: Because Wario64 on Twitter, uh, like the fucking deal hung that he is, like on Prime Day, he's like, all right, Prime Day is on. And then like five minutes later, he's like, uh, a lot of shit is glitching. The prices are like way lower than they should be. <laughs> um, and he tweeted out like 100 links and different shit. And I was like, "Hey, you should check out this guy's Twitter feed." And then you didn't get back to me for like an hour. I I was—it's
0: called. I was at work, dude. (laughs) Well, I texted you. You're
1: saying that I did not.
0: Well, when I very much did. You did not text me to warn me about it. And number two, anytime a game that we're really anticipating is being sold for nine freaking ninety-nine. Is that what it was being sold for?
1: (laughs) I got my pre-order down for like nine bucks. Yeah, for fuck's sake.
0: (laughs) For sure, get two and I'll pay you back. You know, ten bucks. Come on. (laughs) anyway all right joe we got a bit of news to go through so how about you start us off all right um
1: hmm. i say we start with the thing that we delayed this fucking thing for (laughs) um and that is the june 2017 mpd uh game sales for the month of june were pretty surprising i think in some cases for software the top selling game in june 2017 malcolm what would you guess it to be
0: is it still injustice it is not although injustice was number two yeah, that's still a strong showing. Are you serious? It was Tekken. Tekken
1: 7. Oh, my God. Overall winner software uh, for the month of June, followed by Injustice 2. Grand Theft Auto 5 at number three, because of course, <sighs> of course <it> is. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot The Insane is at number four. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Arms at number five. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild at number six. Mario Kart 8 at number seven. Overwatch at number eight. NBA 2K17 at number nine, and Horizon Zero Dawn
0: rounding out the top ten uh, for the month of June. Um, still impressive that uh, Horizon is in the top ten, especially since it came out, what, in January or February or somewhere? Uh, February. In- yeah. So, yeah. still pretty strong. I'm guessing there had to have been some kind of sell for GTA five and uh, NBA 2K that month.
1: Um, maybe. I mean, NBA 2K uh, at this point is probably like $40. Uh, but that game is usually a pretty good seller throughout the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and as far as GTA five is concerned, I don't know. if It's probably on sale now. If, I think it's on sale now. Uh, but yeah, as it turns out, um, <laughs> that is the number four best-selling game of 2017 so far. Uh, it has surpassed Horizon Zero Dawn as as at the number for the number four spot uh, for 2017. Which game? Horizon. Oh no, no. Which game surpassed it? GTA 5. Oh, for fuck's sake. It, it's the number four best selling game of the year so far. Uh, <laughs> this is a game that came out, what, four years ago? Uh, technically?
0: That's quite the game that uh, Rockstar made, my God.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nuts. Um, but yeah, as far as, um, and as. Oh, and that's also really kind of impressive here is that Nintendo has three of the top ten games uh, for the month as well with ARMS, Zelda, and
0: Mario Kart at five, six, and seven. I was really pissed off that I couldn't get arms at launch, and so I, it was like that could be goofy enough to work. Uh, did you did you get it?
1: I did not, but I've seen a lot of people enjoying that game. Uh, like I think they just released a new character for it as well
0: that's yeah. free DLC. Um, yeah, Batista has brass body. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. Right. <laughs> Imagine if they did do that.
1: Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty strong showing for, for Nintendo. And then they've got Splatoon 2, this, that re- released just yesterday, actually, as I as record this, um, and it's apparently. A,
0: it's a great showing and very necessary that they do this kind of showing at a launch of a new console. This might be some of the be- one of the best launches of a console ever.
1: Yeah, it really might be, because man, it's like, they have yet to miss a beat with that thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean I love the PS4 as much as you do, but that first year wasn't spectacular.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. It's like I had Killzone Shadow which was fine, but it's like okay, <laughs> what do I got here? Fucking neck? Get out of here. You're not, you're not, it <laughs> <Mario>. <laughs> it's like most it's like, there's like eight technicalities working there and I hate them all so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Technically correct is the best time for me God,
1: um, but, you know, as far as hardware is concerned uh, PS4 did lead the lead the, lead the way um, Awesome, beating out the, the switch and the Xbox uh, once again um yeah um, yeah so yeah Sony had a pretty good month as well uh, obviously with the sales of the PS4 uh, and you know that and horizon zero done were able to kind of uh, help lead the charge because uh, you know during e 3 uh they had that uh that special gold PS four uh for fifty bucks off, you know, terabyte gold color special edition thing for two fifty. Um and they only sold it for like nine days out of <laughs> out of June. Uh and then Horizon Zero Dawn was you know twenty bucks off, as was MLB B seventeen, which was number thirteen on the list, I should say. Uh and I believe what was it? Neo was twenty bucks off too?
0: Um uh, uh Neo and was Nier also No, not here. okay. It was uh, it was Neo, yeah. I remember texting you that it's a good deal for it. Yeah, but
1: um, yeah, it was a pretty pretty strong month for for Sony as well.
0: Mm. Uh, I think right now it's I, I, I guess we can't say it's official that Nintendo is the new number two as far as uh, consoles go. Oh, but uh, it feels like it's neck and neck, and not taking away from the powerhouse that is the PS4. But if if it'd be interesting to see if. Uh, if PlayStation would be number one, if Nintendo could keep up with the demand,
1: yeah, because that's basically the only thing keeping the Switch from taking the top spot. I feel, yeah, to be fair,
2: yeah,
1: that they just can't make enough of them <laughs> to, to keep people, uh, keep people, uh, you know, stocked. Um, I think they did stock a few retailers this week. Like I went to Best Buy uh, just yesterday, actually, to trade in Injustice Two, uh, and I at my old store, and they had like forty units in. I was like,
0: oh okay. <laughs> it's like we're still at a point where cheap ass gamer will send out notifications, okay, Best Buy is now in stock or Yeah,
1: and, and that's like a Twitter feed that usually is just reserved for, you know, things at a discount, but it like usually sometimes the best deals are MSRP. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not pay not paying a fucking scalper an extra hundred and fifty bucks on Amazon or eBay or whatever.
0: I would be happier if they could keep up with the accessory demand too because – and I'm shocked to be saying this because of how much I was going off on the the accessory price, which I still feel are way too much. But st- I, I've been looking for a red and blue Joy-Con forever.
1: Yeah, I have, I have not seen those since launch. Like I've seen plenty of, you know, the black – or the gray, whatever. Oh, yeah, they, they get
0: those like candy, for Christ's sake.
1: Yeah, those are those are widely available, but I haven't seen... Or even the, the yellow ones that they released for ARMS, um, I haven't seen those at all, either. Mm. And those are pretty nice, too. Those are actually... Like, I was actually thinking about checking those out. Of course they're nice. It's a color,
0: which is what <laughs> I'm
2: looking
0: for. <laughs> freaking, like, I'm surprised that uh, Splatoon isn't going to have, like, a pink or blue or pink and green combo. Or something like that, but
1: oh, no, they they they're selling a pro controller with green and
0: pink uh, handles. Oh, fuck's sake! And, the, and that'll it's be impossible nice. to find too. Sure. <laughs> it's pretty nice, mm. but yeah, like I would love red and blue or two reds, even. But man, ugh. good luck. Yeah, so Switch doing pretty good, and aren't uh, like I can only imagine what what's going to happen when Mario launches in. When did they say November? No, it's October. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah
1: it's, I think it's it's. I, I don't remember if it's right before or right after uh, Call of Duty releases November third. I don't know. Hmm. Point is, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a big hit. Everybody, it's gonna go out in the here.
0: Yeah, it's October twenty seventh is when yeah, it comes so, out. So yeah, that, that was all right because I remember I. I've been ever since E3. I've been like October. That's going to be a freaking month, my like, oh.
1: god! <laughs> yeah, because that's the same day that Assassin's Creed and uh, Wolfenstein come out as well. So it's like, ah, oh, fuck!
0: Assassin's Creed, Wolfenstein. Uh, don't forget Evil Within Two. Uh, I'm pretty sure South Park comes out that month too.
1: Shadow of Mortar, Sh- or, or Shadow of War, whatever.
0: Shad, um, yeah, Shadow of War, which th- thankfully I've already pre-ordered, so I don't need to worry about spending money on it later. But yeah, like pretty much, I've been like focusing on like like uh, also a part of our uh, tier. I think I believe our five dollar tier. We do a show called Pass or Play, where we rank the must get games of the of the month. I'm really looking forward to doing the show for October. I, I got to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're going to agree on what number one will be, but uh, everything else and how we rank it, I think, will be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What What's the next story?
1: All right. Next story here. Um, I guess to dovetail on our evil uh, commentary, which again is available on Patreon.com/slash the firm up. Um, we've got ten dollars here. We've got some pretty substantial, uh, pretty. uh, Large amount of Evo announcements.
0: Oh, uh, I cannot wait to talk to you about some of these.
1: <laughs> yeah, so um, of course every fighting game, uh, you know, on, on the stage or you know, they kind of took that spotlight and said, "All right, so let's let's squeeze an announcement before everyone gets super excited and forgets about it," <laughs> as they watch these uh, tournaments. Um, yeah, so let's see here. We've got, I guess, an overall Evo announcement is that they announced uh, Evo Japan uh for January. I, I'm imagining that's gonna be pretty similar to what they do here in Las Vegas. Uh, and they announced uh, yeah, that's gonna be taking place January twenty sixth or twenty eighth. Um, and you know, games that you expect to be there, uh such as Tekken Seven, uh Smash Brothers for Wii U, uh Street Fighter, uh those are all there. Um some of the other ones include Guilty Gear Xrd, uh King of Fighters fourteen, Blaze Blue Central Fiction.
0: Blaze Blue, yeah. Uh, That's that's what that game, not Calamity Blue. Damn it! It was called Blaze Blue Calamity (laughs) Trigger, which is yeah, Calamity
1: Trigger. Um, And Arms is going to be making its uh, tournament debut as well. Um,
0: Where the director will enter as a luchador (laughs) because he loves beating up people who buy the game. (laughs)
1: As well, he should.
0: That would be a great persona for a developer that <laughs> just beats up people by the games. Like, that'll show you. It's like, I thought it was a great. gift. shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, which is a, which is big, and as it is awesome, I'm very curious uh, about some of these, as Joe loved to rag on me, the fact that NetherRealm has no games in it, which is interesting, but I, it doesn't take away from them being good games either, because... Uh, Japan and America have different tastes. Like, for instance, you go to Japan and Dagon Rapa is all over the place. <laughs> Not so much here, but that, once again, Dagon Rapa is a good game. And uh, you know, what's it? While RK lo- loves it, Hatsune Miku is a bigger deal over in Japan, I'm pretty sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, think. <okay. laughs>
0: Yes, but anyway, but anyway, that's cool. Uh, that makes uh, Evo a bigger deal, in my opinion. So that's awesome.
1: Uh, let's see. We've got a couple of new games announced as well uh, from Evo. Uh, people were kind of hoping, you know, fingers crossed for Persona Five Arena, uh, <laughs> in the you know, in the vein of Persona Four getting the fighting game treatment. Uh, but Arc System Works went a different way. Uh, they'll be de- they they are developing also, besides you know the Dragon Ball game, they're developing a new game called Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle what
0: and uh, the, yeah they should call this game uh yeah sure <laughs> cuz <'Cause> that's <laughs> yeah, so, what i felt
1: <laughs> <I'm just> so, <laughs> so yeah that's smashing up three different games uh that that uh, arc system works developed uh blaze blue uh persona 4 arena uh it's going to be featuring uh, persona Four's protagonist uh you for some <laughs> yeah for, for some reason uh <laughs> and Undernight Inverse uh and then on top of that um Teeth's teeth rwby will be a fourth uh, franchise added to, to this uh, game. So very bizarre but intriguing uh, mashup there from Arc System Works.
0: Yeah, this this one was, was a – I don't know if I could say it was the biggest shocker because that, that, that's another game that game that I feel could take that title too. But, uh, yeah, it was surprising, but, you know, this could work. You know, Arc System, if, if anything, has shown they know what they're doing with fighting games, so. Oh, yeah,
1: the game will be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's going to be a two-on-two fighter, uh, for what it uh, Oh
0: Yeah, yeah, I did see that, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Take that, Marvel vs. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> More on you in a second. <laughs> <laughs> what what uh, other games did they announce uh, at EVO? Um,
1: Arika, the developers behind Street Fighter EX, uh, way back the to the <laughs> today. They. Um, day. You know, this past April, they had an April Fool's joke that, you know, they're like, hey, here's a new game. Psych. Um, it was a very elaborate game or a, a joke because it's like, wow, you guys still developed, even if it was for nothing. <laughs> you guys developed part of a game uh, just to pretend that you were making a full thing. And at evil they're like, actually, we're, we decided to make a, an actual game anyway. Um, they didn't say what it's going to be called. Um, they're just calling it Mysterious Fighting Game, parentheses title still undecided. Uh And it's going to use some of the characters that they created for Street Fighter EX. Which, Uh,
0: aside from Ken and Ryu, have some of the most weird and ecliptic (laughs) unique (laughs) characters, which they showed off, like uh, Skullamania, which was a favorite. (laughs) Yeah. Which, if you want a great and in-depth backstory, go read (laughs) Skullamania's. This freaking guy. Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, like I remember renting Street Fighter EX when I was living in Woodstock at the video store back when they still did that, and yeah, it, it it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so like, and and enjoyable. So I could see. I I know a lot of people are really happy that these characters are coming back, and I'm very interested to see how well it does.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm interested to see um, if they can still develop a decent fighting game because that's. That's, you know, the Street Fighter EX series is kind of the bulk of their, of or at least not the bulk of their development history, but it's probably the most significant part. Um, but, you know, the last one of those that came out was 17 years ago in 2000 was Street Fighter EX 3 uh, on PS2. Um, and since then, they've kind of made a lot of random stuff in between. Like, I think they made some Dr. Mario games for, for Nintendo uh, to release on, like on DS and eShop and whatnot. Uh, and they've done, and they did a bulk of the 3D classics games as well, as well. Uh, like they did 3D Classics Excite Bike and Kirby's Adventure and all those on 3DS. So yeah, I'll be interested to see if uh, what the hell they actually come up with here.
0: And what else did they announce? Uh, let's see. After that,
1: um, the announcements come basically as characters for games we know are already coming. Uh, like on the Tekken front, uh they announced that Geese Howard from Fatal Fury is gonna be in there,
0: which uh, felt like the announcement of the show based it really on, was based on reaction <laughs> for it like because that
1: really was a lot of fun too,
0: um yeah, like Tekken is sort of turning into this uh fighting game where like fighters from other games can appear, which and which uh, could work, which
1: yeah. <laughs> Like uh, they got Akuma in there, like in the core game, and and people were kind of wondering what that could be like if that was gonna actually work, and yeah, that was actually fine. Um, but yeah, the Geese Howard trailer was was pretty fun. Um, it's just him calling Hayashi a coward or something, and that just a montage of him just countering people and, and hip tossing him to the ground. It was like
0: a, it was a montage of power of Randy Orton power slams. <laughs> it was good, and I could see that being such a pain in the ass counter for for people to take like and which makes that character really really good so they gave him some really good treatment there so i'm curious to see who else could we see mortal kombat characters enter there could (laughs) we see blaze blue characters in there i mean it's very interesting so uh, I like to me that was like the uh dlc announcement of the show easily
1: yeah for sure um yeah between (laughs) between that trailer and like and you know the top eight, you know, for the game at EVO. Like I'm actually super interested in checking out Tekken Seven.
0: Uh, I know, uh, even I am.
1: Jesus. <laughs> it's like we've seen the DLC, and then and then watching people play at a high level. It's like, oh man, Tekken man, it's back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Number one for June. Goddamn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like I can only imagine what it's going to be like uh, for July. You know, off the, on the back of of its showing at EVO.
0: Hmm. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, what else did they announce? As- uh,
1: let's see. Um, before we get into the, the funky stuff, uh, let's see. There Dragon was, Ball Fighters.
0: Yeah, one good annou- other good announcement. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it, this is one of those kinds of announcements where you're like, well, obviously he's going to be in there. But, yeah, they did show a trailer for Trunks. A proper uh,
0: trailer, as we'll get into <laughs> in a second. Uh,
1: and this was another instance where it's like, okay, yeah, obviously he's going to be in the game. Um, but another instance where, you know, aside from that, Like, they
0: got that character's, like, mannerisms and animations down to a fucking T. Uh, Oh, lord. Like, him him turning Super Saiyan was a nice pop. Because it, once again, everything looks like it's straight out of the anime, which is awesome.
1: Man, this game looks awesome. Like, I don't even like Dragon Ball Z that much. But I was like, man, this game looks so fucking good.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And, like, all the moves he did. That. Weird Naruto thing, which uh, unfortunately, my I, I know has to be something because people lost their minds when he when he he started doing all the finger motions and signs and let off a key blast. But this was a real nice testosterone charged freaking trailer that just you were just like, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> if it wasn't for the shock of Geese Howard being in Tekken, and I, this would have been my number one. But it, this was a very strong trailer and just gets you more hyped for. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. so, yeah.
1: Yeah, and outside of Evo, they also announced, or showed off, uh, or I guess revealed a trailer for, uh, was it Krillin and Wells?
0: Piccolo. Piccolo. Like, so. which, you know, if you know Dragon Ball, those are two major characters.
1: Yeah, you know? obviously they're going to be in the fucking game, too. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> But it's nice, it's just, I just like looking at this game any chance they give me, because it's so fucking nice.
0: Yeah, it's, as far as an anime adaptation for a game, it's perfect. Like, it really is. Yeah, so uh, I can't wait. Like, that's a day one buy for me right now. Yeah. Um, so, and they also... As soon as they and, give a date, God damn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only thing we've gotten so far is that on July 26th, they will be opening up registration for a beta uh, for that game on Xbox and PS4. So, yes. yeah, look forward to that in a few days.
0: All right, Joe. So, uh, it's <laughs> it's downhill from here, I feel. It like. is. <laughs> it
1: is. Um well, I mean, I guess the character itself is not a is not necessarily downhill, but um, oh, Dragon Ball kind of, Dragon Ball's is kind of eating Marvel's lunch. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Uh, they revealed a trailer for Jetta from Darkstalkers. Uh, I think maybe the first time they used a non female character for from Darkstalkers for one of these crossover games.
0: Um, well, well, two things, if I can just interject that I hated about this reveal because number one, like, okay, the two the like let's take trunks and geeks and geeks Howard geese Howard his trailer. It was a proper edited and cut trade cut trailer. That was a great promo for the character showing him, showing them kicking ass that made you real think, Oh wow, this is a great, this is great. So this was not only a reveal for Jeddah, but this was also like the first time we were seeing Gamora in action
1: too. Yeah. So instead of using, you know, a regular trailer, they're like, all right, um, I, I believe they did this after the top eight for Marvel versus Capcom three, um, which by the way is the last time that game is going to be at Evo, uh, as it's going to be replaced by this uh, certainly. Um, but yeah, the, after the after they they crowned the champ for for Marvel three, they uh, they trotted out a couple of other pro players that weren't in the top eight, which is kind of funny. It's like, here, here's some games, here's a couple of players that aren't as good at Marvel anymore. Combo <laughs> fiend and uh, Filipino champ came out to. Not to kind of play a match between, you know, using you know Jetta and a combination of characters, so we could get to see these characters in action. Um, and it was all right; it was fine. I think, yeah, like you said, it probably would have been better as an actual trailer, uh, where, <laughs> where they kind of showed off specifically what the character strengths are going to be.
0: Um, well, the thing was, it, you kept seeing them get countered. And yeah. Gamora tried to do her super several times, but she kept getting blocked or countered. So like, yeah, like, hear, and you're hearing the groans from people like, "Oh, come on!"
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's like obviously if you're gonna make these players play like an actual match, like obviously they're gonna fucking try to beat each other and fucking cancel out all the coolest shit that the
0: characters that depicted.
1: So it's like, man, what the fuck? What a weird way to reveal something.
0: It it was very weak. Like I I. I hated this easily more than the other thing we're going to talk about. <laughs> it just, like, to me, it, it just, like, go, went on the show why I, I am just so not excited for Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. I'm sure there's plenty of fighting people or fighting game players out there that are looking forward to it and mastering it, and I'm sure it'll be fine, and I'm happy for those people. But it like, every way they're going about this just feels really dumb, so...
1: Yeah, it feels very reactionary, uh, also, based on, like, the story mode, um, where it's, like, they kind of saw what, like, was the most injustice, like, what if we did something like that? Um, only they didn't put any actual thought into the story, uh, into making it interesting or good. It's just a fucking, or at least, you know, that story demo that they released is just a parade of, like, here's some more goons to fight. <laughs> like, okay. It's like, shit.
0: did you play the story demo at all? Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, no. it's
1: <laughs> like, it played all right. Like, the game was like, all right, this still plays well, but it's like, it's like it, it, it was, just doesn't, it's just
0: not good. <laughs> it's like, there was nothing more heart, heart, you know, it, it, there was nothing more annoying than watching Thor and freaking Arthur teaming up to do stuff. Like Thor would, you know, he would be Thor from the movies doing all the cool stuff with, with Mjolnir and then it would cut to Arthur and all he can do apparently is just get behind the lance and char- and run <laughs> forward. It's, oh, God, and don't get me started on how the females looked in the game, Goddamn. Uh man,
1: it's I mean between like the roster being like slashed in half basically by excluding all X-Men uh, from it, um, yeah, and the fact that they moved to the two on two for some reason, like I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's, things aren't looking great. No, no, it's definitely not Dragon Ball Fighter Z, that's for sure.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which does let you have three characters, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. All right, uh, and now the big one. <laughs> And <laughs> more ways one. Oh uh, uh
1: Street Fighter Five revealed its uh latest DLC character, um and its biggest character, uh by a country mile, uh Abigail, which is similar to uh Slim limited Grease and he comes from a different series altogether. Uh he's from Final Fight. Final Fight, yeah. Yeah. Same as uh Hugo before him. I think he was uh, the
0: stage four boss too.
1: Probably I- I'm not familiar enough with Final Fight to know what stages they come from specifically, but but
0: yes. Well, like, the first boss was Thrasher. He was the, he was the guy, actually, that you see in, like, the opening kidnapping the girlfriend who would, like, consistently jump on a guardrail and just call for friends, to whistle <laughs> for his friends to fight. Then the second boss was Sodom, uh, famous for being an alpha. And uh, then the third boss was Eddie, who's a cop. And then fourth one is Abigail, which was weird because Abigail looks more like a pro wrestler in that game, aside from what he is in this one. <laughs> and then I think the fifth boss is the final boss. So.
2: Mm.
1: All right. So a bit anyway,
0: of there for your folks uh, out there. <laughs>
1: all right. Well, here you go. There you go. Your final fight minute uh, out of nowhere. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but anyway, as far as Abigail for Street Fighter Five is concerned, um, I've I reversed a little bit. I don't. Hate him as much as I did. As like oh, the knee jerk, rea- the knee jerk reaction is like, man, what a dumbass character.
0: Like, uh, okay, especially like the opening where he's like in a car, but not. <laughs> it's where he's <laughs> he's driving around like he's in a car. This to me was like how I feel about Street Fighter Five and <laughs> It thinks and it's doing this really good. It thinks it's a Corvette when there's really no fucking car at all. <laughs> at least going by opening, but. Of all the things to show, like, I can only imagine how people felt watching this, but um, watching the trailer, like, right off the bat, he's easily the largest character, even dwarfing Zangief by a significant yeah. margin, which is it's just interesting, and, but... Watching his gameplay, it's like, you know, it was like uh, the people behind Street Fighter were like, you know what was the best part of the reboot they did for Mortal Kombat? You know how Goro, Shao Kahn, and all the other four-armed guys could just flash yellow and no-sell everything you were doing? <laughs> Let's make a character based on that, because sure, it's just, he even glows yellow in just no cells.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so right after that, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> But he
1: does seem like an actual fun character, just as a character in general. Like he, like he's got, like he's so big that he uses tires for armbands, which is pretty, pretty good.
0: <laughs> um, that's that's pretty. Would have been better if they had Braun Strowman in the game and just made him that big. But um,
1: yeah, yeah, it's like his back dash is like two inches, <laughs> which is pretty great. Um, and he does little finger gun motions when he does it too, which is all right. He seems even if he plays terribly. Um, he seems
0: fun. Mm. I'm very curious to see how people will take to the character, for sure.
1: Yeah, I don't expect him to show up at Evo <laughs> next
0: year, uh, to say the least. But Imagine if that's how PG Punk gets his revenge. <laughs> I'm just going to no-sell Akuma to death. <laughs> just uppercut you repeatedly in the stomach.
1: Yeah, because that character is very slow. <laughs>
0: um, oh, Lord, yeah. Well, you know, he's that. that's the... Uh, the famous uh trade you know like you can be this big strong dude who can knock people down with a punch but uh at the same time you're, you're gonna back jump back jump two inches <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: oh god man. and you know being that huge your hitbox is pretty huge as well so
0: yeah I, I guess I'm a little disappointed because uh, I, I was thinking that they would get somebody, you know, bigger for E... Well, okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Malcolm, have you seen him?
0: <laughs> I, I I was expecting, like, a bigger name. Like, uh, when I saw the silhouette, I thought, oh, are they going to finally put Hagar in one of these games? Because, you know, <laughs> they've gotten Cody, they've gotten Guy, they have now have two of the first five bosses in here. Uh, they even got Andor and poison in these games. So, you, you people have been waiting for the Hagar reveal, and this would have been perfect if it was Hagar, I, I feel. It feels but,
1: like they saved him exclusively for the Marvel games for some reason.
0: Which is a shame, because, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fan. <laughs> or at least some uh, major character from the Street Fighter lore. Like, I would have even taken Seth, even though he's a piece of garbage. But, you know. <laughs> so.
1: okay. The funny thing about Mike Haggar um, someone tweeted like, a couple of days ago, they're like, man, Mike Hagar... Oh, it was Alex Navarro from, from Giant Bomb. He's like, Mike Hagar set an unrealistic expectation for public servants for a whole generation of kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he was the mayor in that game. He just took <laughs> He's to the...
1: the... mayor of that city. He's like, fuck this, I'll do it myself.
0: <laughs> he doesn't call the cops. He just, like, puts on some pants and heads out. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, God. Mike Hagar rules. Trump ain't doing that. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Um, but anyway, like once again, I can only imagine how people felt when they when, when the when the trailer starts. Some may have thought hagger, Some may have thought uh, like, "Oh, it's going to be someone big," which it was. But still, uh, <laughs> and they <laughs> see this idiot. They should have had someone from Capcom flip the bird at everyone. Fuck you guys. It's this. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. It's not enough that you make like this big, huge dude. You have to make him an idiot, too. I mean, come on. <laughs> I wonder if that guy with the wheelchair and the shotgun will be in, t- in this game <laughs> eventually. That's a power. That's how you take down Akuma. Just shoot him in the chest of the shotgun. <laughs> Anyway, was there any other announcements, or was that, were those the big ones right there?
1: Um, Let's see. Oh, I also forgot to mention for Tekken, uh, they're bringing back Tekken Bowl, baby, for Tekken Seven.
0: Oh, that's right. There was a bowling game, wasn't there?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that was in yeah that was in Tekken Tag uh, on PS2. Pretty
0: good. Oh, man. Well, okay. Even that's a better announcement than how Capcom <laughs> did things, Marvel versus uh, Capcom did things. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, but but uh, finally, the last EVO announcement that I've got here uh, is that Final Fantasy's uh, Decidia, Final Fantasy MT, uh, they opened up registrations for that beta that they're going to be doing. Um, they handed out cards to people <laughs> with codes at EVO. Uh, so everyone that managed to get one at EVO, you know, they're in. But uh, for everybody else, you could register for a chance to play that game uh, a little early. Via the beta, um, I don't um, know when that game is actually out. <laughs> uh, 2017.
0: That's all we know.
1: Great, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you can register for
0: that beta uh, now. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited for that game. Like back in the glory days of the PSP, which yeah, <laughs> which I would still argue that there were glory days for that system. <laughs> uh yeah i played dissidia to death on that thing i had my cloud up to level 99 and i just wreaked havoc on havoc on everyone it was great so i'm very curious to see how this works it looks really really cool as it should since we're going from psp to freaking ps4 now so
1: (laughs) yeah i'd hope that there's a there's some sort of graphical leap there malcolm (laughs) oh
0: yeah and uh, there's going to be a few more characters. Like I keep hearing, Noctis will be in this game, which I'm excited about because I, I like I love Final Fantasy 15.
1: Uh, Lightning or get out? How about that? Lightning.
0: Lightning can get out. How about? That? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, have you signed up for this
1: uh, registration? Uh, I think. I, I'll have... You think? Yeah. Here, here's a link. If if it if it tells you thank you for for registering, you, then then yes, you have.
0: Okay, so I'll go ahead and click on that link now (laughs) as we record. And I appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. While I do this, let's move on to the next story.
1: All right. Speaking of uh, signing up for betas, Malcolm, you can sign up for the next PS4 system software. Uh, They're going to be rolling out tests for uh, software version 5.0 on PS4. And – I don't think there's any word on what the new features for that are going to be just yet.
0: Um, See, now that I did register for. <laughs> I, imp- um, I unfortunately had to lie and say that I had PlayStation Now for whatever reason. But
1: Did you sign up when there was only a yes, when there was just one option?
0: For yeah, when there was only one option. Oh, okay.
1: Because they, they updated that for to make it a yes, no question. That's when I did it. And I said, No. Because what the fuck
0: do I look like? An idiot. Okay, well, I didn't you... know that was a thing. There was a point where there was only one option. I thought they were just being dicks. Like, they were trying to tell me, yeah, if it's not if it's not uh, yes, then you don't need to fill this out. <laughs> well, I'll show you. <laughs> I'm going to boldface lie. <laughs> oh, man.
1: But, I'm, yeah. Um, I'm curious if you'll get the
0: invite play. now. So that'll be good.
1: Well, according to... To Andrew Kelly, uh one of the people who works at that at PlayStation um as a social media dude. Uh he says that PlayStation now membership is not required to access the beta.
2: Um, oh, okay, good.
1: Says good. this question should have had a yes or no option, but it only listed yes at the time and has been fixed uh since. So there you go. Um but yeah, like I said, there's no word on what those new features for that are gonna be, but as a whole new five you know, up from four it's at what, four point five something right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's gonna be a pretty significant step up. Um, we'll see what that's all about. Mm. All right. Hopefully, I mean, you'll be able to change your fucking PSN ID if you want. <laughs> That'd be pretty.
0: Imagine funny. that. <laughs> like, thankfully, I wasn't dumb and actually gave myself a name that I'll, I'd probably. I'm okay with keeping, but you know, there have been like uh, other podcasts. Let's just say, <laughs> that have gone into people who were like, "Hey, I'll give myself this name." Weed Lord sixty nine. There there was a I forget what the game was. I think it was like Halo where a dude named Baby Raper 3000 came on.
1: Nope.
0: Yep. <laughs> and like everybody just turned on the guy and just <laughs> <laughs> like, God. Oh, why would you pick that name?
1: I don't know, Malcolm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like you know other people could see that,
0: right? Yeah, it's like
1: why would we... people associate such a name with you, Mr. Person? <laughs>
0: God forbid he has a podcast, and you can follow me at Baby Raper 3 Oh, man. Lord. Oh, get out of here with that. Oh, God. Here's an idea. Just create a name you're fine keeping next time. How about that? <laughs> Lord. All right. Moving on. Ugh, oh, God. What else happened?
1: Um let's see another news. Uh, Square Enix insists that Kingdom Hearts 3 will be coming out anytime soon by saying <laughs> that it'll be out in 2018. Uh we'll see that when we fucking we'll believe that when you fucking see it. <laughs> um but along with that they also uh showed off some new footage at the D twenty three conference that Disney does every year, I believe. Um or twice a year even. I don't know. Uh, but point is they showed off a new trailer here for the game. Uh, where they revealed that Toy Story is going to be one of the worlds um, for that you can visit, uh, which I believe is the first time that they use a Pixar property for for Kingdom Hearts. Is that correct, Malcolm?
0: That that would be correct. Like uh, the la- like it was all cartoon animated features up until two. I that's when they did Pirates of the Caribbean, and they would later do Tron mm. in uh, in one of the handheld uh, games that came out, which is part of the collection now. But, yeah, this is the first Pixar film. And uh, did you see the trailer, perchance?
1: Uh, no. Of
0: course of not. course not. <laughs> but
1: but um, I did see some screenshots where it's like, okay, this actually looks –
0: It actually looks from the movie, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it looks on par, um, which finally fulfills the promise of so many years ago um, – which I don't even remember if it was even PlayStation or, or if it was Xbox, but one of the two were like, huh, soon enough, our games are going to look just like Pixar movies. Um, And that obviously did not fucking take during that particular console generation, (laughs) but uh, the promise is now fulfilled.
0: Indeed. And it sure as heck, uh, well, number one, it was, it was interesting because as we just discussed, it looked like you're playing a pix that Pixar movie as a game. And, uh, Toy Sora Donald and Goofy is just priceless. I <laughs> they come out and they're action figures and it it it's ju- it just works and then you, <laughs> and then it's kind of surreal because it
1: <laughs> I like that it implies like an alternate timeline where where Andy becomes a weeaboo and starts buying anime figurines <laughs> to play with his regular toys.
0: like I I've seen a lot of fan fairies uh, going around like uh, the final boss of the game should be Sid. And he's like this <laughs> giant creature that you're fighting. It's like, oh, that would be great. But uh, you're fighting in Andy's room, and it it's so l- straight out of the movie that it's almost kind of surreal to see the fight. But it happens. Then Woody and Buzz come out and help you. And uh, then you find out a lot of their friends are missing. So they're like, all right, we, we think they're here. We're going to go. We can't let you handle this by yourself, though. They're our friends, so we're going to go with you. And unlike in previous uh, Kingdom Hearts games where it would be like, all right, do you want to be with Donald or Goofy? Are you cool with giving one of them the back burner so you can have this guest character help you out here? That that seems to be a thing in the past because as you're moving around and you see this a lot in the actual game too, but everyone's there, not only Donald and Goofy, but both Woody and Buzz and actually I believe the T-Rex and the piggy bank are also there so like all of them are there you're all one big huge collective group in the fights and what have you uh you get into a fight in the front lawn of the house which is very very interesting because you see a lot of weird over-the-top crazy moves like they just went like full tilt with like these crazy moves that uh, sora can do with the keyblade it can now transform into different weapons Uh, and then the final fight takes place in a toy store where Sora is fighting, like, these giant Transformer-ish looking toys that at certain points he can actually jump into and pilot and use to attack other giant, giant Transformer toys. And he keeps, like, jumping from, like, Transformer to Transformer, making them shoot each other. It's, like, a very interesting fight scene. So... It gets me really hyped. I'm really looking forward to the game. However, I'm with you, I don't believe this is coming out in twenty eighteen. <laughs> Fuck that. I mean um, Don't uh, toy with my my emotions. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs>
1: as 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 a uh, perennial Twitter favorite CEO Kazurai pointed out, it's coming not twenty eighteen, but two thousand and eighteen days from now, probably. <laughs> 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 you could probably expect that thing in about six and a half years. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love that Twitter. If there's one uh, <laughs> one Twitter account you follow, it's, for sure it's us, but second should be <laughs>
1: Um Someone else pointed out, um, <laughs> some another joke someone made is like, and like the toys in Toy Story development on Kingdom Hearts stops when people look at it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh,
0: I feel like it'll be a really, really good game when it comes out. Uh how easy people could follow it will be interesting
1: yeah i'm sure that game is gonna be in fucking decipherable but at least it's gonna look nice
0: mm, for sure
1: <laughs> like could you tell me what kingdom hearts is about malcolm in five minutes or less
0: in five minutes no <laughs> <laughs> that that game takes so many twists and turns and uh, they create like all this like freaking needless like this is way more complex than anyone should – than it has any right to be.
1: Especially is something that you would think it'd be more – like, something built on the back of, like, a like Disney franchise You'd think it should be more accessible.
0: Mm, like, good – it, it's, it's, it should not be on par with Metal Gear as far as, like, hard-to-comprehend stories. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, there's this dude uh, called comic uh, Comicstorian, or Eligible Monster, I believe is the name of his channel. And uh, he actually does, I'm not kidding, a, like, five-part video series explaining the, the entirety of the story of Kingdom Hearts up until now. So <laughs> if you're looking for a good primer, I would definitely recommend that Eligible Monster, check out his video game channel. He does, like, this whole <laughs> miniseries explaining what happens in each game. He, he goes through in chronological order, which is a big one. Because the games don't come out in chronological order. (laughs) Oh,
1: good. (laughs) So set aside 10 hours to figure out what...
0: (laughs) It's not that long. I think, like, each one is, like, a half hour, but (laughs) you can space those out over a couple of nights, I'm sure. It's going to be a fun game. It'll be really awesome. Like, the boss fights that... What little we've seen looks really spectacular. Like, the fight with the Rock Titan from Hercules looks really gigantic. Uh, the whole thing with Toy Story was really good, and uh, just everything they're doing with the weapons. Uh, that they, they showed off Rapunzel's castle for a little bit, so it looks really good. But I, it's not coming out in 2018. Don't hold your <laughs> right breath for that. Yeah. But uh, you know what is coming out in 2018? Apparently now.
1: You yeah. uh, know, Cooney Two?
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> that was, <laughs> uh, was going to be Co- a
0: segue for that, just to get that story out of the way. But yeah and as a fan of the game i'm okay with this just cuz there's too many too much stuff coming out around that time anyway
1: yeah I, it was it was originally slated for uh, november 10th
0: yeah and uh, no offense to that game cuz while joe may disagree i feel like it's like it looks really really good however it would have been lost in the shuffle with all that with that wave of games coming out around that time it would have been lost so better that it goes off to quarter the first or second quarter of
1: 2018 it's actually it's not much of a delay it's it's barely two months it's going to january 19th 2018 right. so they have another
0: firm date for it just- all right so first quarter 2018 that's fine
1: uh,
0: I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it, I it'll do much better than it would have in november i feel yeah definitely all right so uh, what's the next story
1: uh more release dates malcolm is grand tourism sport finally has one uh october 17th uh for that particular title seriously
0: um, okay yeah I, th- I thought you were about to say it has been delayed i'm like yep but no okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> again much like kingdom hearts well i'll believe that when i see it because it's been delayed already um like I was that was supposed to release in december uh last year so by the time this comes out if it comes out in october as, as currently planned uh we're talking about a 10 month delay for this title um <laughs> yeah so uh, hopefully hopefully they manage to keep that uh particular uh, timetable um they just wrapped up the closed beta for for that finally uh i feel like it, that beta ran for like two months at least maybe even three um mm. I, I participated in it uh for the most part uh because it was a pretty good beta as far as far as betas are concerned for because uh the the big the key the key factor in, in grandchildren sport is that it's going to differ pretty wildly from uh the numbered titles that came before it um, you know, those games are largely about, you know, you know, earning driving licenses and collecting cars and all that. This is going to be more of a, all right, more of a like an actual motorsport type thing where it's like it's all about, you know, racing in leagues and whatnot and kind of getting away from collecting 20 types of fucking Nismo Skylines or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> which, to be fair, I love doing. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I love doing that shit. I live for that shit, especially on Gran Turismo 4 on PS2. Holy shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You better believe I collected all those Skylines. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, this is going to be more like, all right, we've got, it's going to be like, you know the 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 race car variants of like a lot of these cars where they've got giant wings and and like fucking sponsored deliveries and whatnot uh so it's gonna be a very different game like the beta revolved a lot a lot of around um you know like qualifying for races and and racing at certain times of the day. It's like okay, you race this car or this type of car uh and you qualify as much as you want and then the race will begin at 7 p.m. tonight it's like okay weird (laughs) Uh, that's that's gonna be basically that's gonna be the biggest focus of the game uh is that type of racing uh it's gonna have like a campaign as well and like arcade boards and stuff but like they're gonna be the beta was largely gonna test that online focus of the game um i didn't actually race online uh, like I just did qualifying for, for all the races because that's honestly that's what I'd like to do most in racing games is time trials. It's just like I hate racing with other people because people drive like assholes typically. <laughs> like they just kind of take up the whole track and run you off course and it's terrible. Um, so I was happy just to do the, the the qualifying. And the great thing about that beta is that it's like every day that you, like every 24 hours, all you had to do is drive a marathon, 26 miles, and you would get you would get a new car every time. And i got I collected all the fucking cars in that beta there was like thirty six cars uh yeah, so it was a pretty substantial beta um like there were a few tracks there were different car there thirty six different cars uh so people were able to test uh, quite quite the fucking variety uh, of things for that beta and it finally finally uh winded down last week I think um so I'm very excited for this game i like that. Like that, even even as someone who wasn't racing online, like that daily challenge or whatever of racing 26 miles or whatever um, was something that I just did every day because it's like, all right, like I'm waiting for something. Driving 26 miles takes fucking not even 15 minutes. So uh, it was something I was happy to do every
0: day. All right, Joe. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to put you on the spot. Okay. <laughs> not a dog spot, not a liver spot. <laughs> I have no idea where we're going with any of this. Right. But, uh, Do you think we're going to see this in October?
1: Um, it's close enough where I feel like that would have been a pretty. Like I feel like it. I'm I'm pretty confident that the, it'll hit October. Like it. Like that seems like. You, you feel like we
0: would have heard something by now if it was going to get delayed.
1: Yeah, like if if it was going to be delayed because like at, like we got to remember that E3 was like a month ago barely, um, and that was still, the the game still just had a fall window. Um, like if they weren't confident in in October they would have just not said anything <laughs> really release date wise, they would have just kept it as well.
0: Which they uh, did for a few games, so yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: so it's like I, it's like alright, but maybe this thing actually is coming out in October. Uh, and what day in October did they say again? Uh the seventeenth. The... Uh so the so the week before uh uh the week before fucking um Mario and <laughs> freaking oh <laughs> and Wolfenstein. Fucking
0: October.
1: <laughs> uh, and fucking uh, Assassin's Creed. And right after uh <laughs> right after uh Evil Within uh and Mordor or Shadow of War. I keep I keep trying keep calling that game Shadow of Mordor. Um,
0: <laughs> I am, but, I do the same thing too. Yeah. I I thought it was War for Mordor or something. Yeah, they
1: really should have named it anything else. <laughs>
0: It's that stupid Arkham syndrome that Batman started where it'd be like, oh, we did – we are doing a sequel. We got to keep one part of the name for everything. It's like oh. – Yeah. It's like
1: well, – like People know. People are smart enough to distinguish. This yeah. thing,
0: you know? <laughs> Give them some credit. You don't need to keep it Arkham-based somehow. Turn-
1: <laughs> it's like – like, you know, Batman does a lot of things outside of Arkham, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> when Red Hood started calling himself the Arkham Knight. I think that's when everyone's like, "Okay, it's getting stupid now. Why would <laughs> yeah. he be the Arkham Knight? Just make him Red Frickin' Hood."
1: Yeah, like it's it's the Red Hood character. You just called him Red Knight or Arkham Knight for no reason.
0: Uh, Joker is so the Hulk Hogan of that of that franchise. He just he just doesn't want to give up his spot. <laughs> God, it's
1: in all four of those
0: games. Oh God, man! I I, I wish we could do. Like uh, I'm really once again looking forward to the passer play for October. Like I I don't know how to call it. <laughs> like I feel like there's one surefire. Or like how many game? How many of these games do you think you're going to be able to get?
1: Um, shit, man, I have no actual idea. Um, because right now I'm banking on Mario for sure, and for me personally, Mario for sure, and uh and Wolfenstein. Um, uh, hmm. I ever it, yeah, it just depends on on how much work I get, <laughs> like if I can like if I get enough hours, like yeah, maybe I can swing Gran Turismo as well, but we'll
0: see I mean, I've already pre-ordered uh, I've already got uh, Shadow of War, is that what is it called? That, that, that's correct, that's that
1: correct.
0: is correct, okay <laughs> <laughs> I've got Shadow of War pre-ordered so that's for sure, I'll be fighting for that game to get pretty high in those rankings uh, Mario, of course Yeah, because come on even I could admit it. It's going to be worthwhile, and uh, like uh, some other, st- I'm I'm pretty sure South Park comes out then. Like I, I think I feel like that's going to be one to get to. And oh God, it's t- and I do want to try Wolfenstein. Like God damn it, oh, just, <laughs> it's so much. Like I, I, I'm at a point where I would actually be really happy to hear something get delayed. It's it's getting that <laughs> <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> Uh, preferably not Gran Turismo, because that already gets enough shit for getting delayed all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like right there,
0: by the time it comes out,
1: there will have been three Forza Motorsport games that came out on Xbox One, five, six, and then seven, which comes out still before Gran Turismo. <laughs> <Sport>. <laughs> so there will have been three Forza Motorsport games uh, that came out before Gran Turismo Sport came out one time on PS4. God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. What else do you got on the plate, Joe?
1: Uh, let's see. We've got three announcements coming out of Telltale uh, Games. Uh, they announced with one trailer, um, new seasons for three of their franchises. Uh, and, uh, yeah, these are all – I'm happy to hear about all of these. Telltale is uh, turning into a network. you realize that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the first one that's coming out very soon, actually, on August 8th, is a new Batman game. Uh, yeah, so we out of nowhere there, yeah. Yeah, Batman, the Enemy Within. Um the full title for that is Batman, colon, The Enemy Within, hyphen, The Telltale Series. It's like, all right, guys, <laughs> you don't have to tell us it's the Telltale Series anymore.
0: Um, it's like, if it, we we sort of joked about this uh, when we were doing our review for Season 3 of The Walking Dead. By the way, that hey, uh, that's up if you want to go listen to that. Um, but it's like, Telltale is like the one franchise where I'm sh- I make sure to get the game in some way, shape, or form on PS4. But at the same time, I I don't play too many of them because <laughs> I have yeah, all, yeah like I have all three seasons of Walking Dead and I've technically bought those first two seasons twice now because I think I got them on PS3 as well. <laughs> so, I got Guardians. I got Batman. We've
1: got the Michonne miniseries.
0: I got the Michonne. At some point, I got the Michonne.
1: <laughs> like I told Malcolm like two days ago, I was like oh, it's on sale for like four dollars and fifty cents, and he was like, cool. And then I guess he's like, oh, I already have
0: it. <laughs> like, okay. Like, I'd be shocked if I didn't have Wolf, Wolf Among Us. In fact, I'll check right now. But yeah, it's like, they make a, they make money off me even though I don't play. <laughs> uh, and speaking of, they
1: also announced that the Wolf Among Us is getting a second season finally. Finally after, I think, I want to say three years since the, the first season.
0: It's been a, uh, it's been a couple, of, it's definitely
1: been a while, yeah. Yeah, definitely did not, you know, garner a sequel like immediately like everything else that they've done has uh which is too bad because that's probably like aside from like you know the walking dead that was probably my favorite well i guess maybe tales from the borderlands is really strong too but
0: okay. uh i did i do have wolf among us and <laughs> and off that but the one thing believe it or not i didn't have was the back to the future game which i did get for like 5.99 from that sale you pointed out so
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, the Wolf Among Us, um, yeah, season two, that'll be coming out, um, as, apparently that's, that's gonna be, that's gonna be a little long. that's gonna be a ways off, that's gonna be coming out the second half of, uh, 2018. Um, yeah, that's cool, man, that game was really good, that first one.
0: Indeed, like, the, I completely agree, that game gets, I did play the first episode, which ends on a cliffhanger that I, I guess I couldn't. Like, after a while of waiting for Episode 2, I completely like, dropped <laughs> off the the bus for that game. But, uh, yeah, that game is really good. I'm shocked it took as long as it did to get the second season. So I think this is, like, a really happy moment for players of that game right now, definitely.
1: Yeah, like, the first uh, the first episode of that first series took <laughs> came out in October 2013. Oh, uh, God. And the series wrapped Episode 5 uh, in July 2014. So it's been a while for sure. Um, like, I fucking reviewed all those episodes for fucking Stealthy Box. It was so long ago. <laughs>
0: That's taking us back there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and then the final announcement for uh, for uh, Telltale is, appropriately enough, a fourth, and what they're saying is final season of The Walking Dead, also in 2018, where you'll be playing as Clementine once again.
0: Yeah, it's, that was shocking. I, like, especially since Clementine is a kid, I feel like they could just keep doing... Walking Dead for a long, long time and just follow Clementine as she gets older, older and older until she eventually turns into Michonne, of course. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was kind of weird to see final season. I, I guess they don't want to be like closed in. But then again, how many times have we heard this is it? This is this is the last one. And then there's a sequel like a few years later. So <laughs> Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like, I mean, maybe that just means that they're going to focus because it's, yeah, because it is hard to kind of parse the fact that, like, oh, yeah, this is going to be the last thing we do with The Walking Dead. It's like, like, that's your biggest franchise by a long, by a pretty big <laughs> fucking margin, I feel like. um, And, you know, like, obviously The Walking Dead comic and the show are also super fucking popular as well. It's like, so I, like, I, I'm kind of hesitant to believe that, oh, yeah, they'll be done with The Walking Dead as a game franchise. Like, maybe that just means that they'll create all new characters to focus on instead. Like, maybe this is just the final. Turn for Clementine, which makes me really fucking nervous. Because <laughs> uh, when we're done with characters in The Walking Dead, it's usually not for good things. Mm. It's not because something nice happened to them. No, no, it's not. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for for this in the upcoming season, but uh, I'm also very nervous uh, because Clementine has become a character that is very near to me, or very dear to me.
0: Very near. She's like right behind She's you. She's right here. I'm actually, i actually the loaded to... gun. <laughs> uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. I will say that if at any point she ends up in the same spot where Lee's body is, it's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, here's hoping. All right. What else happened? All right. Let's see here.
1: Um, Oh, here's an interesting one. Uh, We talked about Destiny 2 uh, to open the show, but on top of this ongoing beta, they announced that a white PlayStation 4 Pro bundle uh, will be releasing on the same date uh, as the game, um, which looks pretty nice, (laughs) got to say. Pretty straightforward stuff. It's going to be, you know, a PS4
0: Pro with Destiny 2. Um, Which is what they did the last time with Destiny. They had like a white PS4. In fact, I famously bought it ages ago. (laughs) yeah
1: yeah so um they'll basically be doing that again uh and this will be not just the core game but uh the the digital deluxe edition of the game, which retails for ninety nine dollars um and so this and the the one terabyte white p s four pro will retail uh for four forty nine uh so basically you'll be saving uh fifty bucks uh over getting these things separately uh on top of the limited edition white color, so hey,
0: that's a steal
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not bad um and you know the digital deluxe edition of the game uh will feature a legendary sword a legendary emote which is a ridiculous sequence of words uh, <laughs> and a Cabal Empire themed emblem uh as well as the game's expansion pass so uh if you're if you're into Destiny at all uh this is a pretty pretty good way to upgrade your PS4 uh if you haven't jumped in on the Pro um i'm actually kind of intrigued by it as well cuz i've been wanting to upgrade to a pro uh and this would be a pretty good way to Get into that, and um,
0: you'd essentially get the game for ten bucks, which is not a bad one. Well, fifty bucks. You'd no. be saving
1: 10 bucks over the. You'd be saving fifty, bu- uh, you know, ten bucks over the price of the regular game. Uh, this is the digital deluxe edition that they're including, which is a hundred bucks. Oh uh,
0: wow! Okay, wow. Yeah,
1: so you're saving fifty bucks, uh, basically um my only beef with it is that goddamn it it's the digital deluxe edition so i can't get rid of the game if i don't like it again <laughs> so once again i'll be stuck at the digital deluxe version of destiny uh just as i was with the first game
0: and then uh, your, then cousins can come over want to play it and then you have to download it overnight and then they... <laughs> yeah so i can't so yeah oh i'm never gonna forgive river for that <laughs> spend all freaking night downloading that game, and then he plays it for two minutes, and like, okay, you can delete it now. It's like I, I want to strangle you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never having kids because of you. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool console.
1: I'm I'm
0: intrigued. Indeed, because you know, as we all know, the if there's anything Joe needs, it's a collector's edition version of the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: And it sucks, because it's like, man, if I wanted a PS4 Pro and, and I just had a regular PS4, I would have flipped it in a heartbeat for the Pro. But being the collector's edition, you know, 20th anniversary console, it's like, fuck, I can't just sell it. I can't just fucking trade it into GameStop or Best Buy or whatever like any other old PS4. It's a fucking big crime.
0: Well, I, I, w- I would say just keep it. Like, I still well, have... Oh well, yeah, that's not what I'm doing. I'm going to keep
1: it. Of whether I get the Pro or not.
0: Um. It just means I have to
1: save fucking four hundred dollars separately instead of being able to trade the stupid thing in uh, and taking a huge cost part of the cost away. Mm,
0: yeah, uh, uh, that's got to be rough because that that thing was like such an it was such an achievement for you to get that console cause
1: it was five hours of my day refreshing that fucking page.
0: It, it was on, on par with me getting freaking E three tickets <laughs> this <laughs> year. <laughs> Oh man, that was that was a rough four hours for me. Goddamn. Uh, why? Why did? Why did they have to make these things such a pain? <laughs> he has to do.
1: At least your thing was
0: free. Yeah, I was about I, to say. I, I, I
1: waited in line to spend fucking four hundred and fifty dollars, basically, <laughs> or whatever it was.
0: Why do you make it such a problem to take money from us? There, son of <laughs> Jesus. Oh God. Uh, anyway, moving on. What else happened?
1: Uh, pivoting from Destiny to anthem the seemingly (laughs) destiny competitor coming from bioware um we've got some pretty interesting news here in that uh casey hudson who had left bioware uh, a while ago after mass effect 3 i believe uh to go do other stuff he has returned to bioware uh to head up the studio once again
0: the prodigal Uh, son
1: the prodigal son does return malcolm uh yeah he left in 2014 uh to take up to do other things um, but yeah, he's he's back at Bioware and he's heading up Anthem. Uh, that's pretty good news for people who like good Bioware games, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. So Aaron Flynn was the the general manager uh, while he was gone uh, for for the Edmonton studio. He's he's going to be leaving. Uh, Casey Hudson will be returning. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good news,
0: I find. It's much needed news because. <laughs> and a buyer was not, didn't have the most glow, fans of Bioware needed something to say. Was like,
1: rough. <laughs> it was rough going. It was very rough
0: going. It was like freaking a, it's like, I think both it's funny. Cause both of our number one, when we did the previews of what would be the first four seeds for game of the year, I think both of our one and twos didn't happen. Cause I, my number one, I remember, was Mass Effect Andromeda, <laughs> and uh, your number one was uh, Red Dead Redemption, which got mm-hmm. delayed. I think we, you got the better of the two deals there, but <laughs> <laughs> but after Andromeda, you know, like number one, like it's questionable if what, what's going to happen to Mass Effect going forward. But if they're going to do Dragon Age, like. People want some sort of reassurance because right now Bioware's name is kind of mud right now. So, yeah. um,
1: and it's not like Aaron Flynn was like fucking bad at his job either because he was involved with all the same games as uh, as uh, Casey Hudson. Like he was around, like he worked on Mass Effect as well. Then uh, they both work and he worked on you know Jade Empire and Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, you know, games that people love. So it's not like he's fucking terrible. and He oh. led them straight to the toilet or anything. Um, Would
0: you it's just say like he C- was in like Flynn. <laughs>
1: sure Uh, uh, but Casey Hudson's uh, voice additionally uh, is I I guess was pretty key Um, so yeah there you go
0: it's definitely gonna be interesting to see what happens with Anthem which at this uh, time of this recording is scheduled to come out at some point in 2018 which yeah that's that's really (laughs) yeah so I I think it's good to hear like something positive going for that game because you know the whole thing with Andromeda, I feel, has led to people to be cautious of Anthem. Because it looks great on paper, but so did Andromeda. But uh, this is good. I'm very curious to see what uh, Anthem is like. I feel like for guys like you and me, Anthem is going to be... Feels like it could be what we were expecting uh, Destiny to be when we first mm-hmm. got it. But, you know, time will tell. that. Uh, like Anthem could either be... He, uh, a real front runner for game of the year next year, or it could be a disappointment. <laughs> so here's hoping. So I'm, I'm going to try to be optimistic, but I'm going to be cautious because that way, if the game's good, it'll be all the more. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Next year. If you think this year is crazy, imagine the games we have on our plate for next year. <laughs> God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. What's the ne- Anything else do you have to say on this one?
1: Uh no. All right, moving on. All right, so Middle Earth: Shadow of War. Yeah. Uh, sequel to Shadow of Mordor. Um, I believe it got a new update in which that uh, you can now import your your greatest nemesis from that game from the previous game to, to Shadow of War.
0: Uh, you can also like bring actually. over your best ally too. Yeah. So. So pretty neat. Th- this I th- feel is a really really. Number one, this is just going to drive people who ha- didn't play that first game to get it even more. Because I believe it's been on sale a few times for like 10 bucks. which if you haven't got gotten- it. Like
1: even less sometimes. Like I think I think like on Steam, I saw for like $4.
0: Oh, God, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, – and obviously this will only apply – I mean, I don't think the game is – well, the game is only coming to PS4 and Xbox uh, this time and PC, obviously. But uh, like the, the last one came on <laughs> Xbox 360 uh, and PS3 as well. Uh, which is which doesn't apply anyway, because those games didn't have the Nemesis system, which is like, why release that game at all on those platforms then? <laughs>
2: that's not the gonna
1: whole the ban- selling point
0: of the freaking yeah. game. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, basically PS4 and Xbox One players only need apply uh, for that last game. Um, but right. yeah, that's, that's a pretty good idea.
0: Oh yeah. Like, uh, you know, the whole driving force of the Nemesis system, which once again, we both thought, as well as quite a few other sources thought that we would see the nemesis system in all sorts of games going forward that didn't work out that way but for those people who may have missed this game or never got a chance to play it that the whole joy of the nemesis system is you know it creates all these unique boss characters that are unique to your story and you can create quite the rivalry with them like i i wish i could remember his name but they all have these these uh freaking ogre Order ogre goblin names for of mortar, which are hard to remember. But you face the guys in battles, and if they win, it's not just like game over and you try again. No, you know, as you are get to be revived, that orc gets promoted because he beat <laughs> you and he gets more powers and actually levels up. So you get this sort of vendetta with the guy and you chase after him. But if you lose again, he gets even more powerful to a point where like it becomes like this real heated rivalry between the two. Cause he remembers facing you all those times too. <laughs> and to see the, like to see that character get moved up into the, into the main game could be, is really, really cool. Cause that's like a real fun part of it. And on the flip side of things, you know, late in the game, you get to dominate other generals and make them work for you. And, uh, you know, if you, Spend the time to level up the certain characters so that they become like a real help to you, then that's once again another amazing part of the Nemesis system because that friend of yours is unique to you. Like, no one will know of Orgoth, <laughs> the Manslayer. That's that is unique to you. That's a unique experience that only you get to have. And so, yeah, it's 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 a really really underrated thing that I'm once again shocked that people aren't stealing because. Go for it. <laughs> People saw Mario and they made platformers. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, yeah, if you, for whatever reason, haven't had a chance to play it, and I know that there's a lot of games out right now, but uh, you really owe it to yourself, especially if you're interested in, in getting Shadow of War to definitely pick pick it up because, you know, it's like pennies on the dollar at this point. Yeah. All right. Moving on. All right.
1: Um, man, so this is uh... – Uh-oh. This is weird. Um The Tomorrow Children. I don't know if you remember that game, Malcolm.
0: Oh
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're shutting that down <laughs> real soon. Yeah. In November. Um yeah, just over a year after the game launched. Uh on November first, they are they'll be cutting online services from that game. Um yeah, Q Games and uh and Dylan Kusbert, who uh I believe headed up that game, uh, he announced that on Twitter um there you go <laughs> weird was this the one
0: where they're in the mine and whatnot or
1: uh let's see according to gamestop's uh, write up here the tomorrow children is a unique and peculiar blend of minecraft meets marxism <laughs> you're thrust into a world where an experiment has wiped out all of humanity and that exists and all that exists is the void you're one of many projections who have to rebuild and save the people lost in this experiment together with other players you cannot interact with, you'll collect resources to build different cities scattered about. Um,
0: yeah. Oh yeah. The, yeah. This is from the trailer what ends with that freaking evil Baron Zemo looking guy looking at the camera at the end of it. Yeah. I remember seeing this at an E3 forever ago. Yeah, man, that's weird.
1: I think it was a part of a couple of different E3s, if anything. Uh, and it was, you know, they made a kind of a big deal of it and now it's, gone
0: <laughs> man like i didn't even know i'm sending you a picture of the creepy guy on your t- on your phone but yeah that, that is disappointing and and a bit strange too like this game was it, the game looked good and however one i didn't realize it came out god damn <laughs> and uh number two yeah that's that's a real bummer god oh, damn i'm guessing it just didn't sell enough or whatever
1: yeah i mean i, I believe it was like a 20 dollar buy-in at first and then it went free to play almost immediately <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so um, if you have any currency in that game, uh, you should probably use it before then (laughs) to
0: make the actual most of it. Oh, man. All right, well, anything brighter? (laughs) Yes,
1: in that uh, we've got a release date for Undertale on PlayStation 4 and Vita. Oh, Uh, finally, all right. (laughs) Yeah, so E3, they're just kind of like, hey, it's coming. Um, But yeah, now we know that it will be coming on August 15th. Uh, and it'll be cross-buy compatible, uh, meaning that you buy it once, obviously, you get it on PS4 and Vita, uh, which is neat. Um,
0: oh, that is fucking rad.
1: Yeah, and that'll be fifteen bucks. If you want the game physically, you can also do that for twenty-five dollars uh, on Fan Gamer. Uh, there's also a collector's edition for sixty-four dollars, which includes uh, a complete soundtrack and like a, a gold locket, a musical gold locket. Uh, made of actual 14-karat gold, I believe, uh, and uh, and much more. So if you're interested in Undertale, I must say um, I highly recommend it for sure. Uh, and those physical editions are, are worth looking into. Um, obviously, the physical editions, though, uh, don't come with the benefit of being cross by unfortunately. Mm. So so if you want to get that game physically, you have to pick which one you want, PS4
0: or Vita. All right. Uh, that's great news. Number one, $15 is a good price for it. Or number two as my dogs agree with me. Uh number two, uh twenty five dollars for the collector's edition. Oh that's so tempting.
1: No, it's the physical edition. That includes I believe a story booklet. Um and then the game physically, uh for twenty five bucks for for the sixty four dollar collectors edition. Uh you know, the physical game, a uh, complete soundtrack, sheet music, uh as well as the gold plated uh locket. So either way, tremendous value however however you want to go about
0: it I, I actually don't know what to do on the one hand i do want it i would prefer to have it digitally just so i could put it on both ps4 <laughs> right yeah, but at the same time err god damn so wait does Bull- that mean if you get the physical pa- pack is it c- going to come with the blu-ray blu-ray and a vita thing or oh no you have to pick one. Oh, f- god damn that that's a tough call especially since i could stand to save some money right now Goddamn. <laughs> yeah
1: um but either way whatever whatever direction you want to go in uh it, that game was worth whatever price you want to pay for it <laughs> all
0: right but yeah, once again that i'm pretty sure it won did, did it win game of the year for in our tournament one time or no but it made it pretty far that it made it 20, really far yeah
1: that was 2015 i believe
0: uh but yeah that's soup that oh i cannot wait for that game 29th can't come t- soon enough and, and you, I, I would have to get like don't me wrong. This getting the soundtrack, the book looks really cute, and the locket looks all, awesome too. But I don't know, just being able to have it for both Vita and PS4 for like fifteen bucks, you said?
1: Yeah, um, and that soundtrack is what what really gets it for me is like because that soundtrack was so good to be able to get the full thing. It's like a hundred songs, and they're all so nice and good.
0: Uh, the 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 music is really awesome, especially <laughs> for bosses and the. The boss music for the final final boss is like I would have to say my f- one of my favorite final boss themes of all time. Like I've actually listened to it at work. I've liked it so much. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, that is a that is another must get for August. Man, August is starting to get stacked. Goddamn.
1: Yeah, I think Undertale made it to the finals against Metal Gear Solid
0: Five. Uh, well, it would have won because I remember Metal Gear Solid Five lost. Did it? Yeah, because so who? It may have lost Undertale.
1: <laughs> like I, that would have been the final then, because they were both on opposite sides of the bracket.
0: Because I believe what we, what we came down to is like we were like, well, Metal Gear is a better was a better created game. However, the story of Undertale I think just overtook it, especially with how disappointing Metal Gear Solid Five's story was. And so I think it actually won.
1: Man, if only there was one way to <laughs>
0: if only we could verify it. If only we recorded it somehow. <laughs> If only we had, like, people in the show who would write in, like, oh, no, no, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Mailbag so at the dot com.
2: about
1: last year's... Uh... Game of the Year tournament is the only one I, I actually tiled it up and kept a copy of. For all the other ones, I just have empty brackets. <laughs> or brackets where it's like, alright, here are the participants, but not the actual results. <laughs>
0: we need so. to fill that out from now on, just so we could, like, go to, like, <laughs> make, like, a <laughs> yeah. binder of this stuff.
1: Yeah, like, I've got the actual record, I've, like, I've got the results, the full results for, for last year's uh, right here, but just the brackets for,
0: for the other years. All right. Great. Okay, starting... Starting from last year, we write them down. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, folks, that's that's going to be a n- small spoiler for uh, that episode, but our passive play, I would have to say that's going to rank pretty high. All right, moving on.
1: All right. So Crash Bandicoot is in the news again because
0: right. <laughs> cause what
1: year is it? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, kind of dovetailing off of its success uh, sales-wise. It's uh, people doing are awesome.
0: really well. Goddamn.
1: Yeah. But that means a lot of people are realizing, hey, was this game always this hard? Uh, (laughs) And the answer was, actually, it's a little harder than it used to be now because of the way they set everything up. But the point is, it's not going to get any easier. Uh, The developers of the remaster, uh, the fine folks at Vicarious Visions, were just like, "Uh, we're sure you're up to the task. We're sure you'll be able to beat it uh, if you just uh, keep your head up. Uh, So don't expect any kind of tweaks to the game's uh, physics or anything like that. That game is going to be as is uh for that um and uh you know with the success of of the game as well all right of this remastered package um you know their activation is like hey maybe we could uh people seem to be interested in crash bandicoot maybe we'll do some other stuff down the line uh we don't know what that actually means whether that means uh they'll make something like these other like these crash bandicoot games that they remastered or if that means they'll just make another crappy Crash Bandicoot game like they've been making for the last 15 years. Uh, but apparently uh, Activision is, is is encouraged by the reception uh, to the insane trilogy.
0: I'm very curious to see what they do because, you know, it did well. Like, I would dare say say surprisingly well, and I like Crash Bandicoot, but I wasn't expecting <laughs> it to out, outpace freaking Horizon either. Uh, I like but at the same time you know they ha that it has the power of nostalgia on its side too and i'm cur- i think the x factor is how much went into people rebuying buying the masters
1: yeah i mean they put together a pretty good package like you know being a, they remade the whole game like the game from the ground up uh and priced it at 40 bucks um that's a pretty pretty easy sell for people who uh, remember playing crash back in the day
0: yeah so if they if they go by the uh, by the you know the nostalgia factor, like they could bring back Crash Team Racing, which oh, see now
1: see now you're speaking my language. You there know. you go. <laughs> that game fucking rules so hard
0: because there were other Crash games as Joe was brought up. Like Crash Team Racing has been especially especially looked fondly upon. So
1: yeah, and I'd only want it if Naughty Dog develop it, develops <laughs> a new one because that's because goddamn it, Naughty Dog. Creators of The Last of Us and Uncharted. At, by gum, they developed Crash Team Racing, and it was
0: excellent. Uh, agreed, agreed. <laughs> uh, so I'm very curious to see, though, how a full-on new Crash would do. But, you know, that's not, I don't know if it would be successful. I don't know if it would be unsuccessful. The I think the real... Another question is, does it stay PS4 exclusive if they do a full-on sequel? Which uh, I don't know if it does, so... <laughs> So it would be very interesting to see. Like if if they if they stay with nostalgia, which I think is a good idea, then Crash Team Racing I think would be a great remaster to go forth with. But I I, I question how well a full on sequel would sequel will do.
1: Yeah, because I mean we've seen plenty of Crash sequels, like I said, um, and many of them were not good uh, after the original trilogy. So
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough call. All right, what else
1: happened? Uh, here's some pretty cool news is that if you still have your copy of Doom, uh, which you should because that game fucking owns so hard.
0: <laughs> um, it's at like they, 2 million they announced
1: recently, right? Well, that was just on Steam. Uh, oh, like okay, that's, okay, That's just <laughs> like 2 million copies just on Steam. So that game done pretty well to say the very least. Mm. Um, they went and announced that with update 6.66, ha, ha, ha. Um, or they're calling this new <laughs> update "666." Um, they announced that all the DLC for the game uh, is now free and open to all players. Oh, uh, nice! I mean, it's it's a nice thought, but then you remember it's like, oh, the DLC is all multiplayer based, and the DOS and multiplayer in that game actually sucks a lot. <laughs>
2: so. Um,
1: well, but actually, that's not totally fair, <laughs> uh, because they, on top of doing that, the update is also going to kind of rework a lot of the multiplayer stuff, uh, I, like the progression in that game is going to be uh, revamped also, uh, according to this GameStop report. Uh, rather than unlocking new things randomly, everything is tied to a specific schedule of sorts. That means that you'll get your hands on specific guns, demons, equipment, and customization options by reaching certain levels or completing specific tasks. Uh, so rather than, okay, so rather than randomly, like, you'll just get, it's all based on your progression. So that makes a lot more sense that, (laughs) um, yeah, so you'll get new maps, new demons, new weapons, uh, for free. That's cool.
0: Nice. Yeah. It's a fun little update, and uh, it's a nice little thank you for all the people who supported the game, which... Which included us. Like I, I fought hard for it to make it further into the finals before I think it was overtaken finally by by Overwatch. Much
1: uh, I'd have to look into that. Let me see here. I've got the bracket right here, Malcolm. Like I said, I've got the actual results here. Uh, doom, Doom, Doom. Yeah, Overwatch in the semifinals.
0: Yeah, because I remember the semifinals. It was the battle of the RPGs: Final Fantasy and Dark uh, Dark Souls Three. <laughs> yeah, and then of the shooters, which was Overwatch versus Doom. Which you know, <laughs> Doom got my vote because I, I well, to be fair, I didn't play uh, Overwatch, but I thought it was just an amazing time. But in the end, it, it lost out, which you know, it's fine. You know, I, <laughs> I, I can I can see the argument obviously for <laughs> <or> Overwatch <laughs> taking that one, but that is such doom is such an awesome game if you haven't gotten it yet by all means please go get it because it, it was easily the surprise of uh last year in my opinion
1: yeah and uh again as we record this it is on sale for this weekend uh on psn and xbox live for about 15 dollars, i believe
0: oh so you can't beat that
1: God damn that's me. yeah that's a hell of a price for a hell of a game definitely
0: all right what else happened
1: uh, let's see. Last news story I have here. Um, I don't know if you have anything else besides what I've said. Nope, that's
0: this will it. Be it right here.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, the Overwatch League, the the esports league that Blizzard set up for for Overwatch. Uh, apparently there no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there is some trouble afoot here, Malcolm. As the logo that they created for the league, uh, apparently Major League Baseball doesn't care for it too much because they think it's a little too. Si- they maybe think it's a little too similar to their logo, which I think is hilarious because like every other sports league basically uses the same logo also Yeah, so it's, it's like, like what? what is it, the red <laughs> with the
0: blue background <laughs>
1: yeah the, the blue and the red with the guy in the middle kind of as a white silhouette or whatever um you know overwatch you know like it's weird because like oh yeah overwatch is is a little too similar it's like even though it uses like orange and gray uh with like with what's your name uh, as the as the silhouette fuck what's your name tracer tracer isn't yeah it? Uh, she's a silhouette that separates the or the the two halves of the of the logo, um, but then you think about it, it's like, well, what about the NBA? That's pretty similar too. <laughs> yeah. What about Major League Gaming? That's pretty similar too. Uh, so this feels dubious at best. Um, this but feels I just,
0: stupid at best. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So um, yeah, that's that's that story. Um, so- I just thought it was... I just thought it was interesting. So, so Major right
0: League out. Baseball could have a patent. If they win this, they, they have a right to every white silhouette thing ever. As well. Yeah.
1: So, all right. Set so down the NBA and the WNBA for their logos. Uh, you know. Oh, Major League Gaming. It's not
0: even the same colors. Get out of here with this. <laughs> I know. It's like, all right. Yeah, someone's
1: really going to confuse this over Like, oh, I thought I was going to watch the Astros play the Tigers. But instead, I've got some fucking – video game what
0: the hell happened this is right up there with uh, that guy who tried to patent the word edge in video oh, game God! Files.
1: yeah <laughs> jesus christ and i'm glad that guy finally got his
0: fucking come up and oh the, he got it hardcore it was great because yeah,
1: that guy tried trolling troll people for years before fucking i think ea finally got them to shut the fuck up because
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh call like, back I, to the beginning of the episode the reason why soul edge is called soul caliber this guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think like Edge
1: magazine uh for a while had trouble you know, publishing here in the United States because that guy. And then finally he tried that shit with EA when they patented, you know, Mirrors Edge and they're like fucking no <laughs> like, <laughs> You can't just
0: This is the one time I'm really happy EA is a major corporation and just <laughs> squashed this guy. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's the one time you're happy that fucking a large multinational corporation was able to outspend someone.
0: <laughs> they just flicked them with the finger and out he went <laughs> into yeah, oh obscurity God. with you. <laughs> oh, fucking rages. Oh, Lord. But yeah, that okay, the Major League Baseball can fuck off right now. <laughs> and I love Major League Baseball. That's my favorite sports league. Yeah, obviously. You're like You talk oh. about the Cubs all the time. Anyway. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, guys? This doesn't represent the Cubs. Don't worry. <laughs>
1: Thank God. Well, it's not like I'm happy with the Cubs right now, either, because they've they've fucked up some shit this year, also.
0: Oh, have they? Oh.
1: Yeah. It's like, hey, let's go visit Donald Trump's White House. It's like, why?
0: <laughs> Even most of the Patriots skipped out on that one, goddamn. <laughs> why would you do that, York? <laughs> they give them the 2 sweeten that <laughs> we bought in. <laughs> oh,
2: God. <laughs> okay.
0: Well... On this not-so-happy note, that does it for episode 195 <laughs> of The Firm Up. Folks, once again, we're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Firm Up. Every little dollar helps. $3 a month. We give you a shout-out on the show, thanking you for your support, like our good buddy James Davis. Once again, thank you so much for helping us out with the show. Hope. gets you a bonus episode each and every single month of our new show, Pass or Play. $10 a month gets you multiple commentary tracks, all the commentary tracks we've done so far, such as the one that they, uh, commentary tracks on the trailer for Days Gone, and our commentary track uh, for the finals of EVO uh, 2017 with uh, Street Fighter V. And we do more as we see stuff to do commentaries for. So check that out. Once again, patreon.com slash the firm up every dollar helps. If you like what you heard, you can follow us on such apps on your Apple device to use the podcast app. And there we are every single month. If you have an Android device, never fear. We're also on such apps as Stitcher Radio and Pocket Cast that we highly recommend. And hey, if you can give us a five star review and something written that really helps out the show as well, you can also find us on Twitter at Me, at wants23 for Joe, and at the firm up for the show where we post every new episode as they come. You can also follow us on our Facebook page. Which hey, please give that a like. That helps us out. <laughs> And if you want to just go straight to the source, thefirmup.com, where we have every episode as they come, and that you can download directly straight onto your device of choice. You can also follow uh, Actually, wait, is there anything else?
1: Um, no. There's so,
0: there's so much stuff now. Also, <laughs> once again, <laughs> if you want to take, adv- take advantage of that Audible deal that we've got going on, on audible.com slash the firmware update you get a free book and uh for in a three thirty 30-day trial even better you don't even need need to keep going you could cancel during the free trial and it still helps out the show so don't underestimate how much that helps us out if you don't want if you can't do patreon for whatever reason and joe is there anything else
1: Nope, just going to go ahead and say it again, uh, as I will every time now. Uh, Patreon.com. All
0: right, folks, thanks so much for joining us. We will see you next time.
1: Adios.